0: I forgot.
1: Hefe. No.
0: Hefe. We took
1: last Friday off.
2: It's another wonderful Friday
1: night here in the hideout.
2: Jesus. Very happy to be here. Uh, Big thing going on is uh, the Superman movie. You know that's coming out end of month. Never heard of it. The new Superman movie has struck a chord in the gay community with many of the gay lifestyle magazines, coining Superman as a hot gay superhero. Hmm. I guess uh, they're taking hold of Superman as a gay superhero. I guess uh, he is the man... It's hard to steal, so it makes sense. I think this was the best part
1: about taking last Friday off—that <laughs> it really I didn't have to go through this.
3: So <laughs> uh, torture.
1: You know, actually, it turns out that um, Superman is not the only comic book, uh, especially when it comes to the movies. They're saying has an underlying gay theme. There's another big one. It's uh, it's out huge right now,
2: and I want to. We'll get, we'll get to that later, Hefe. There's still more stuff in the news. High school story, Hefe. A high school student took another girl's uh, lead role. Pride last night because he was on the hideout? No, took another girl's lead role in uh, in the school play. In retaliation, she spiked the girl's Mountain Dew with bleach. Terrible. After she drank the bleach, she vomited, falling off a cliff, and uh, landed in a kayak yelling, Extreme! <laughs> I get it, because it was Mountain Dew. And it's extreme.
1: Okay. So, doesn't seem... Maybe that's one of the things we do for our Hideout Live broadcast, 666. How about a Jaeger bomb with a little bleach? Something like that could be a lot of fun. Like Wrath or something. Yeah, Wrath would work out with the seven deadly sins.
2: Can
4: it be over, please? Not yet, Hefe. I'm going to go to the restroom. There's more stuff going on. Mm Mm-hmm. The
2: list of uh, the top ten sex legends came out this week. Magic Johnson came in number eight with over 1,000 women, he betted. Amazing, 1,000 women with Magic Johnson. If you think of it, <clears throat> that's uh, over 5,000 days of waiting for the test to come back.
0: hey <laughs> that's
1: Todd, did you just go through puberty during that joke?
2: It's from the extreme. Okay. Messed my voice up. Oops. Magic Johnson, a thousand women? One thousand. Damn.
1: Uh, I'd like to see where Wilt Chamberlain is on that list. A um, thousand women. you got to think about that, though, and how cool that would be. Uh,
2: just one more thing, Jefe, before we get this uh, ready to go. Roger Ebert. All oh, the people are gone. Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. You know who that is, right? Never heard of him. He's going back uh, for cancer treatment for a growth on his salivary gland. As a precaution, the doctor has decided to check everything else, and uh, it's looking good for him. It looks like uh, the salivary gland is the only thing that's really messed up on him. In fact, uh, when he did the rectal exam, the doctor gave him two thumbs up. Didn't see that one coming.
1: Pinchy in the 440. What's up, Pinchy? Hey, I feel cheated. Why? Because uh, you guys owe us a, uh, a monologue from Jade up since you guys took last week off. Oh, you want another last, one? Last Friday. Beat it. No freaking way.
7: I think Enter the hideout. And be heard Thank you,
2: thank you. I am humbled. Terrific monologue I know. You mumbled? Thank you. What what what's new? <laughs> Welcome to the hideout. It's Friday night, baby. Come on in. 407 916 1041 888 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: I'm Hefe, that is uh, Johnson. <laughs> Matt there, Mike and Riders is here sitting to my right on your radio dial. Dubs is on the left, I'm in the center. I'm Hefe.
3: You're the uh, wobbly H. <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
1: Chunks Corolla, executive producers, roaming around as well. we got Tommy Bateman, our director, on the Talk and Roll controls. There's C-Lane, uh, Big Baby over there, screening your phone calls. And uh, Jack Napier, back in the back, where he belongs, away from everything concerning radio. Don't touch the board. Don't go near Mike. You're, you're perfect right back there on the filing cabinet, a paperweight. Uh, Alright, Dubs, we're here on a Friday night. The big thing, let me run down this really quickly. Give me some sort of evil music, if you will. We are broadcasting live from Mako's Tuesday for the Hideout Mako 666 party, Tuesday, June 6th, 2006, Wear your costumes. We will have games and contests based on the Seven Deadly Sins, the premiere of the fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. They're on RealRadio.fm, and they may be the coolest, hippest-looking shirts in all of radio land. Maybe just a uh, period. In addition to that, we got a chance for you to win $500 in cash thanks to Saved on TNT. You have to confess one of your Seven Deadly Sins, and the best confession wins a prize. Drunky the Bear from the Monsters in the Morning will be there as well with his party like a uh, Monster Millionaire winner. Heretic card holders will get a free drink. There's no cover until 10, unless you have, uh, especially if you have a costume, then you also get in free as well. Halloween in June it's going to be. Mako's going to be giving out their swag as well. you got uh, all kinds of drink specials. And, of course, Mako's located on Church Street. Now, here's the thing. Now you're, I know what you're thinking. It's Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. How can I go out and party on a Tuesday? Easily. Show starts at 7. We'll be there at 6. Come down, hang
2: out, have some drinks. First drink is on us if you have a Heretic card. And they're easy to get. Just come up tonight for the open-door policy, and we'll be uh, handing them out in other ways, too. Nah, In fact, we're
1: going to send the boys out to hand out some Heretic cards, too, here in just a little bit. Essentially handing out a free drink card for the
2: Makos party. And uh, those are always worth something in the future, as well, so you want to hold on to it. Exactly.
1: So we have have that going on. But let's say you just come out for the first uh, hour, hour and a half, leave by 8.30, if you need to get to work the next morning. Then uh, you still have plenty of time. Come up, oh, pick yeah. up pick up a T-shirt, have a drink or two, hang out with the hideout for the first time.
2: We would love to have you there for the whole show, but we understand. And uh, you come on as long as you can. Now, there will be others. From what I understand, there is a bus that will pick up UCF students
1: out near UCF and bring them out to Mako's that night. So there's all kinds of thing going on. I'm going to say the biggest party of the summer is going on Tuesday at Mako's with the Hideout Live broadcast. At the
2: very least, so far, it is the biggest party.
1: I'll just say it. Let's go ahead and put that label on it now. Okay. Even if it isn't, whatever it was.
2: Ever.
0: Yeah, I went to meet with the fine people at Mako's today, Mm -hmm. and they are all about this. They want to make this thing big. They're all about taking care of everyone that shows up to, uh, to the broadcast.
1: Now, here's the other big thing, too. Here, in just a little bit, we're going to get you qualified uh, to get into the contest to win the $500, all right, $500 from Saved on TNT, at the live broadcast, you will have to confess a sin. We said three yesterday, we're just going to make it one, all right? You just confess one sin at the live broadcast. According to the panel of judges, whoever has the best sin that night will win the $500, all righty? Um, now, I know when we get to Mako's, and it's going to be packed, and people are going to want $500. Uh, we may not be able to squeeze everybody in. That's why we're doing this quarter past the hour slot giveaway. Essentially, you call in, and whenever you hear the cue to call in, that guarantees you a spot. We got four people yesterday. We're going to get four more people tonight guaranteed to tell their confession out at Mako's on Tuesday to win $500 from Saved mm-hmm. on TNT. Dubs... Uh, you mentioned Superman.
2: Yes. Possibly being a gay superhero. What is that? Well, the uh, the gay community has really latched on to Superman. Uh, they they've been trying to draw lines to him even back uh, in the comic book days because a lot of gay men that was their first crush. You know how a lot of guys will go back to uh, maybe uh, you know Daphne or uh, you know Wilma or something like that as right. like the first girl that really turned them on. For a lot of gay men, they're saying uh, Superman was uh, that guy. All right, why Superman? Well, the kind of the uh, the way he dresses. He's a, a younger buck, and uh, he's very appealing to the gay community. And Was it the tights? Yeah, the tights. He kind of looks like he's wearing underwear because of the red underwear thing to it. I, has anyone else ever seen this? And has
1: anyone else ever noticed superheroes that possibly could be homosexual? Because I know the new thing now... Is it Batwoman, or... I know there was another... Yeah, Batwoman. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be a lipstick lesbian. Mm-hmm. Why is this? Why is this like a phenomenon where a lot of the... Was Stan Lee or a lot of the comic book writers, were they... A little white and offers? Were they Maybe. Were they closeted? You never know with Stan Lee, man. He's,
2: he's got issues. <laughs> Just by name.
1: Okay, so, but, uh... All right, so they say Superman could p- quite possibly be gay.
2: Yeah, they're they're chalking him up uh, in a lot of the uh, the gay websites and uh, magazines as a gay superhero. Right. Even though he he had a whole thing with Lois Lane and uh, all that kind of stuff, he's still was it because of the double life? <laughs> you know, that Do you think... is a good uh, a good uh, line to draw there. Do you think maybe like Superman was the original guy that
1: was on the DL? Where he had his daytime job. And he had to run into a phone booth that looked a lot like a closet to at, become another person. He had to strip down his, uh, you know, take off his glasses. His fake facade. Right. You know, take off the suit and get into his roos. And have you ever seen And his, go
2: fly around town. I don't know. Have you ever seen his ice layer? It looks like a big bunch of penises.
1: I, uh, here's the other thing, too. Now that I'm thinking about it, all right? The other thing about Superman, too... Was that Clark Kent was into Lois Lane, mm-hmm. but Superman could never be with Lois Lane.
4: No, it just wasn't him. She liked uh, he liked Jimmy, her little uh, assistant. <laughs> All right, four zero
1: seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I'd never noticed the parallels, obviously because I'm
2: not a gay man. But once you throw it out there, though, it is. Kind of uh, something that makes sense. I just got a Trey in the 321. What's up, Trey?
8: Hey, guys. You guys are the best. Thank I you. I want to let you know. You, you. know the director of the X-Men
2: series? He's gay. Yes. Uh, well, the the first two movies. They got a new director for this one.
1: All right, now, oh, they do? I yeah. actually... Uh, somebody sent me... And that's, why, the, by the way, why I think this last one sucked, Trey. But um, somebody had actually sent us something about X-Men being completely, completely a metaphor, I suppose for gay people, where it's like the mutants, you know, they're born with this, it hits at puberty, um, there's all the mutant bashing, and this last one, they're trying to come up with a cure, and you know that's been in the news a lot, too, Trey. Uh, And a lot
9: of coming out scenes.
2: Right, no, exactly, when they have to deal with it. Is it really a a gay metaphor, or is it just something, a a well-written script where a lot of people can identify with and draw lines to it, anybody who feels different?
1: I think we all felt different, usually in college. Mm. Sometimes we act on it on a Saturday night. <laughs> gotta try different things. And then we suppress it for the rest of our lives. Find out who you are. And occasionally beat up other dudes, <laughs> just to prove that, you know. <laughs> that we aren't mutants. Exactly. It's a Hideout Real Radio
3: 104.1. <laughs> gotta get to the hook. Yeah. Thank you. All
1: right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Daryl in the 321. He has earned a slot to confess one of the seven deadly sins at the Hideout Mako's 666 party, Tuesday, June 6th of the year 2006. And that means that Daryl will automatically get his chance to get up there, confess one of his sins for the chance to win $500 from Saved, premiering June 12th on TNT. And that is a show I'm actually looking forward to uh, watching. I've seen so many promos because of the, you know, the playoffs, mm-hmm. and also too because of um, watching ER on TNT uh, that I'm way into. So I'm going to definitely check out Saved and thank them for the $500 in cash to be given away at the Mako's live broadcast. Your next chance to get a slot in the contest comes exactly 50 minutes from now, 55 minutes from now, alrighty? righty? Uh, Dubs, we were talking about the possibility of Superman being gay or maybe, like, closeted or something. Mm-hmm. This comes from uh, Not Hefe, and he's, he's like, The Fortress of Solitude is clearly <laughs> a closet for Superman, especially with <laughs> the phallic, phallic-shaped... Ice sculpture. Yes. And now I get a chance to read over this thing for X-Men. A lot of people may be heading out to watch the movie. It'll probably be number one again. Uh, X-Men 3, Last Stand. In addition to that, last week it was like the second biggest opening of of movies all time. So they go, the quote-unquote mutant-queer connections are abound. (laughs) Like a gaze, mutants can pass undetected through society. They develop and discover their powers, quote-unquote, at puberty... They're stigmatized and despised and feared by mainstream society just for being different. Frequently, they are targets for mutant bashing, <laughs> and it is necessary for many mutants to keep their identities and true natures a closeted secret.
2: I didn't even really think about it. I don't. Th- I you know. I just think people can draw their own parallels to it, like any kind of movie like that, to their own life.
3: Okay, a good movie, at least. The
2: Waterboy brings up an interesting point. I didn't even think mm. about this. And this
1: is actually in here with the director, Brian Singer. Uh, he has used suppressed slash uh, subliminal homosexuality as a subtext in his past films, like Public Access, The Usual Suspects, and Apt Pupil. He is also the director of the new Superman movie. Oh, is he? He didn't do the third X-Man, which, by the way, I think that's part of the reason why it wasn't as good as it could have been. But now I'm very intrigued to see what the, 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 the new Superman movie that's coming out in, what, about a month or so? Yeah, it comes out end of this month. What undertones it's going to have. All right, Napier actually said there's another movie that he remembers growing up watching that thinking it had somewhat of like an underlying homosexual theme. What was that, Napier? His
0: family's home videos? <laughs> <laughs> his, <laughs> his third birthday video? No, actually, um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Okay. Why two?
1: What
2: was what was about two? You're gonna have to refresh my memory on two. Oh, it was two the one with uh, the guy? He uh, he really didn't have a whole lot of Freddie in it. He was Freddie, and yeah. He uh, he was uh, putting the glove on, and he went to a gay bar, I think, in the uh, or or a, like a S and M bar, and his gym teacher was there, and the gym teacher took him back uh, to the the gymnasium because he was underage drinking at this bar, made him run laps while he was still in his S and M gear. Like, from the bar back to the gym to run laps? Yeah, in the middle of the night. And then the uh, the gym teacher got, like, strapped up in, in the... In strapped the, up or on? In the shower oh. and whipped.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a good one, Napier, I guess. Do you think so, Dubs?
2: For the underlying... I mean, I, I think that one definitely you can draw some, too. And just the one one movie I felt really gay watching... And I still do, but I, w- I watch it all the time. Uh, Rocky 2, for the pure fact of them running on the beach in the short shorts and the cutoff shirt, and then they're so happy uh, that he finally got his stamina up to run and everything, they're jumping in the ocean together, hugging him and Apollo.
0: Okay, I don't remember that. It's Rocky 3, isn't
2: it? Uh, oh, yeah, that is Rocky 3 when he was training against Clubber.
0: Yep. If that theory, the gay theory in comics is true, then what? Like Justice League, that'd be a big one, right? Isn't that where they all get together? I, I don't know what the Justice League is. What is that one? <laughs> Isn't that with
2: uh, Captain America, Superman? Superman, like Wonder Man.
0: Like all the DC male comic book characters. Yeah, they get together for their own little club. Yeah. <laughs> where? Uh, I forgot where they're... Me- it's like in a, a plant or something. It's like in a hollowed out tree. Or some kind of cave. Okay, see, I had
1: never really even
0: seen that before. They're Keebler elves. I, about
1: yeah, that. I had no idea. I had never seen any of this. So this was actually something interesting that I wanted to uh, pass along with you. I guess as you go and you watch the movie and you think about the X-Men, you know, just wonder about the underlying tones.
4: Any given Sunday was kind of gay to me because yeah. there's so many shower scenes, a lot of fighting in the shower as they were naked, mm-hmm. or sometimes just with a towel and just snapping each other with towels and. But that's any gym, any locker room, any hideout. But there were a lot of
1: you
3: know what? junk shots too. Oh, no,
2: <laughs> It is going to be somewhat uh, gay. How about Interview with the Vampire? Do you remember that? How oh, uh, yeah. he needed a male companion to go with, so that's why he uh, he looked for. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt. What about Top Gun? Top I mean, Gun, Death and Landing. Just relationship with Goose. <laughs> again, S- shower scenes. Yeah, standing there in his white, he's crying over the death of Goose.
1: I See, I've never really paid that close attention to these movies. How you guys can, are all
2: over this. How can't you when they're doing the gayest scene in the world with volleyball?
1: Okay, but this is like, I'm a kid, you know, I'm like 10. This isn't crossed my mind. It's not something that I'm thinking about. Oh, wow, that seems a little gay. That's not something that I'm watching again. At. No, obviously not. I'm going. I'm not going to.
4: I saw North Dallas Forty a couple of weeks ago, and it was the big game. Right, right in the locker room, and these two players were just, you know, kind of hyping each other up. You're, you're going to do good. You're going to do good. And then one player just kind of puts his hand on the other player's face, just kind of starts rubbing it. You're gonna
2: do good. I, my friend used to good. work. My used to. My friend used to work for this uh, video uh, rental place, and they'd get these screeners that came in of movies that they could carry if they wanted to, and they would never give like the big movies to carry because you know you're already gonna carry them. So they would give them the lower budget ones. And there's this one about a boxer, and we we grabbed these screeners all the time just to watch uh, free movies. And uh, after a fight, the boxer was getting his hands untaped by the trainer. And uh, the boxer put his hand on the trainer's face, and uh, the trainer hit his arm down, and then he put his hand on his face again, and they started making out out of nowhere. It had nothing to do with the movie, but it was probably one of the gayest scenes I've ever seen. Was it, like, a Vietnamese guy? I
4: think so. I think I've seen that movie. The guy, turns out, he wants to be a trainee. It's based on a what true What are you story. guys
1: watching? Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, what are you? Do you have a special network? What is this, Oxygen Channel? Oui. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one.
2: I'll tell you what, I'll watch the hell out of some Wee.
0: <laughs> what is Wee? Women's Entertainment Channel. <laughs> what? <laughs> you bring up a good point. Do you think they ever start uh, like a Gay Network, or do they have one? They already already? have one. Logo. It's,
2: uh, logo. Yeah.
0: I had no idea. I'm not gonna
1: lie, and you boys, you really, um,
4: you're all over it, which I guess is good. You don't like Valerie Bertinelli movies or Meredith uh, Baxter Bernie? Uh, Dubs top
1: ten sex legends Mm -hmm. and the number of chicks that they've slept with. Where did you get this?
2: Actually, Matt got that. I
1: grab that. Matt, what is this? Where did you get it from?
4: It's uh, I think I got it from socialitelife.com and. It was just the top ten living ones, and the first one's kind of weird. I've never even heard of him. He's just some doorman.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what uh, Umberto Billio is. I think it's a stuff magazine yeah, or something. Yeah, it was uh, Maxim. However, I'm looking at the rest of this list, and it's fairly shocking.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm very shocked at number four. Mo.
1: Now, number four doesn't shock me.
2: Jimbo.
1: Julio Iglesias. Yes. There's nothing gay about Julio. Maybe you're thinking Enrique.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. But
1: his dad yeah. was very same very, person.
10: Very suave. Julio's tan is kind of gay. <laughs> it's, it's very uh, uh Hamilton like. What's that? You one, knowing there? anything about him is very gay. <laughs> and, and
2: just kind of fixated on his tan.
1: All right, I'll, all right, who do you think had more chunks? I don't know if you've seen the list or not. Let's see here. Charlie Sheen or Gene Simmons? Who has had more women?
0: I'm going to go... You want me to answer
1: it? Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, according to this, 5,000 women that he's been with.
2: See, that's a shocker for me, because Gene Simmons has always been that rock star who got the most chicks.
10: Yeah, and he didn't pay for them either, so technically Gene wins in my book. Yeah, Gene Simmons, (laughs) 4,600. And he wasn't dumb enough to marry some robot-looking whore, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Magic Irvin Johnson...
10: (laughs) A thousand.
2: Yeah, kind of tied for tenth.
1: I'm a loser. Jack Nicholson, 2,000. Engelbert Humperdinck.
2: (laughs) That's a lesbian
1: seagull guy. Lesbian
11: seagull. Mm -hmm.
1: 3,000 women.
0: Damn.
12: According to this. lesbian seagull.
1: And the Motorhead frontman. Who's Motorhead? Ace of Ace of Space, yeah. Lemmy
10: Kilmister. Mm Mm-hmm. 1,200. What? 1,200. He's women. by far the best looking guy on the list, that?
4: too. 1,200
2: 1, on his face? 1,200 rock skanks.
1: It's still something, though. It's mm-hmm. a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Friday night, hour one in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Dubs breaking news. Troops cleared of Iraqi deaths in Ishaki. U.S. military has found that U.S. forces did nothing wrong in March. Uh, in the raid of a town in which civilians were killed, they propered, they properly followed the rules of engagement. Good. And allegation, now this is just one of the three mm-hmm. things that are floating around now. Allegations that the troops uh, executed a family living in their safe house, then hid the alleged crimes by directing an airstrike are absolutely false. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, just one of the big things, I guess, coming out of Iraq. We, we touched on it briefly yesterday. Uh, just about how um, you, know, you got to wait and see what the whole story is. And how you have to feel for the troops, too, who, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, are you know, constantly under fire and not knowing who's who, what's what, essentially guerrilla warfare.
2: And I'm not going to be one of these people who. Uh, you know, it was against the war and going to jump all over the troops right away when uh, one little story comes out, right? Yelling, uh, "See, this is uh, immoral. There's there's bad stuff going on over there." It, this full story hasn't come out yet.
1: Well, the, the other problem too is this is what happens with war. Mm-hmm. This goes on in wars. It will happen, and that's why wars suck. Obviously, to uh, to state the obvious. But it is very interesting that all this stuff is coming out, like right now. Also, two other quick things real fast. You'll notice just a quick politics for you. Uh, You see the two things ramping up the biggest in this midterm election year. Mm -hmm. Let's see, because they're very important. Immigration and gay marriage. They They are now, the Republicans are hopping all over this gay marriage ban.
2: I'm fiercely against one of them. Which one? I'm not gonna tell. You don't want to. Then, pre- then I'm gonna be uh, coined as a hater. Uh, and I'm not a hater, obviously. I don't drink my haterade.
1: All right, boys, where are we sending you guys with the heretic cards? The cool thing about the Tuesday Night Live broadcast at Mako's for the 666 party is, if you have a heretic card, then you uh, get a drink, a free drink. So essentially, when you come in the door, you flash your Heretic card. They'll give you a drink uh, drink coupon, right, John?
0: Exactly. That's how, exactly how it works.
1: All right, so you guys are going to go out and give away some Heretic cards. There are added benefits, but one of the beautiful things is for this Tuesday, uh, your first drink's on us.
2: That's the uh, immediate payoff on it.
1: I think we send you boys out to 1792 in Lee Road. All righty. Out there in a the little uh, Winter, Garden, or, uh, Winter Park Village. Just kind of right over there in that area.
2: So just roam there and uh, have people come out and find you. Awesome.
1: Well, you boys call us whenever you get out there. I want Napier and you, Chunks. Take the sandwich boards. All right. Go out there, be present, hand out uh, heretic cards. Very good? No problem. All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, now we are doing this live broadcast on 666. Mm -hmm. A little bad news. What's wrong? Only a five percent chance that the Antichrist will be arriving
2: on six six six. That is a better that's the odds. That's a better odd than uh, than most days, isn't it?
1: Now, who would you consider an Antichrist? Like in the past, are there certain people? Because a lot of times too, it's not just one person. You know, mm-hmm. there's not one. It's not the
2: devil himself, but there are
1: people who are Antichrist-like.
2: Well, I mean, uh, Hitler when he came out and around, everybody thought he was the Antichrist. That was the end of the end uh, end of days coming. Couldn't you consider him? I mean, would not you almost consider him an Antichrist? I would think that there were probably multiple ones, but not the. You know, There's are supposed to be. I don't be know. The, I don't. <laughs> he seems pretty bad. But he didn't destroy everything. You know, it, it, life went on. Okay, now another
1: one they consider too possibly is like Napoleon. Like any mm-hmm. real solemn evil not dynamite uh, any real Jimmy G- Jimmy JJ. J. Walker <laughs> any <laughs> James any like real you know evil dictator stuff like that they consider mm-hmm. you know to run an empire to uh, you know mass murders and stuff like that they would consider the antichrist so you have you Nap- have
2: Hitler, Stalin Napoleon, Genghis Khan.
1: Do you see one like in the future? Like, are we in that time right now? Let me ask you because of the way of technology and everything that's going on, and the way that wars are able to run, and the way that people really feel like we, you know, we have this, this is our own, this land, you know. Do you see anybody kind of taking over that? That like I, you, mantle?
2: You know that that's an interesting thing. I've uh, I've wondered if we're gonna see another big takeover of like uh, one one country taking over a big area again anytime in the near future. I don't think so. I
1: don't, I, I can't see it happening yeah. like the way the the Roman Empire or the way that you know because even you had. Saddam Hussein trying to take over a couple of neighboring countries, and that was put you know mm-hmm. put
4: down pretty easily. It seems like everyone except for you know countries in Africa are in their comfort zone about they just want to stay where they are they might want to change a you know government everywhere, but they're not going to want to bring it into their country
2: right, so there's not a whole lot of that going on, yeah, I don't see any great conquerors out there right now at all.
1: Do you think it would even be in like a military level, the antichrist? do you think possibly it would be something more like Uh, like a mass brainwashing, like a a religious thing. But then people are so
2: skeptical of religions, too. I mean, and people who are already set on their religions aren't that quick to move away from them.
1: Like, maybe you had, you know, the guy, the Branch Davidians. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the guys, the guys in Waco. Heaven's Gate.
2: But that was never really
1: on a truly massive level.
2: No, that was, what, 30, 40 people tops?
1: Right. About seventy, I think, maybe, out hmm. in Waco, Texas. Did I ever tell you that I went out to the to the Branch Davidian compound once? No. I went out there after, well, after it had been burned down. It was uh, on a speech and debate tur- uh, tour. We went down to like Austin or something. And we drove back up through Waco, and we went over and stopped off, and I got my photo, a photo of me driving one of the burned <laughs> buses.
2: Well, did you know uh, when I was living at uh, Michigan State over at Cedar Village Apartments, uh, one of our neighbors was one of the uh, Waco kids. Like, there's ten different Waco kids that went to our school, uh, Michigan State. I didn't know that, that was like a big place for him.
1: I'm thinking maybe it would. How about this? Maybe the form of the Antichrist. Like, if it's going to be like some corporate level, like something. When you think about it, like this, this mass, like we all depend on it. We all have to have it. Like, I don't know, maybe a Microsoft mm-hmm. or something like that.
2: Like something along those lines where... Well, it, there is that whole Mark of the Beast thing, and it would be something that everybody needed to uh, make make sure that everybody gets that. Because people always say, I mean, your number is your social... Your
1: Mark of the Beast is a Social Security number. I mean, there is a number that tracks you, and you have to have that in order to get anything done. Tom Cruise. If you don't have a Social Security number, you're not going to be able to roll yeah, with it. Yeah, you're screwed.
10: Anyway.
2: So I was just wondering what people really thought. I really don't think there can be another person that can uh, r- conquer big amounts of land. I think we'll have people invading and doing that kind of stuff forever. But anybody who really builds a huge empire, that's pretty much over with.
1: All right, according to this guy, the Antichrist could still show up in July or August.
2: What are the ch- well, what, wasn't there a whole thing where the six 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 was wrong? That wasn't what it actually was. It was nine nine nine. Actually, I heard it was six six seven.
10: I I have read that yeah. somewhere. The, no, no, that was with Jack A. and Marla Gibbs. That's two two seven. Completely wrong.
13: Mary, I read some.
10: <laughs> I, I read somewhere
1: that the actual mark of the beast, the number, is six six seven. Which, I guess we'll have to throw the party next year, too, mm-hmm. if that's indeed the case. <laughs>
2: but I do believe that I had read that somewhere. Maybe we'll have... I, I know I read that one, too. Uh, maybe we'll have a better chance, uh, maybe higher than 5% on 667. Uh, here's the thing,
1: too. I remember this. I don't know... You guys ever heard of the rapture? Do you know what yeah. the rapture is? Yeah. So, no. the rapture is when the Jesus comes back mm-hmm. to take his followers... To heaven before the great war start. All right. Now I remember when I was living on the compound on the on the dirt farm with my cousins who completely peanut and her Charles Manson. J Dubs. Stop. You feel so good. So, what's interesting is that they were convinced that the rapture was going to happen in 1988. This guy had put out this book, 88 reasons why the rapture is going to happen in 1988. <laughs> All right? it was like this little pamphlet thing mm-hmm. and so Sept- it was like supposed to happen September I don't know like 11th through the 13th or 14th like there were like these four days where it could be it could be any one of those days he had broken it down with all this biblical code and everything so I remember like I was I didn't really believe but part of the thing was you know you'd be there and then all of a sudden people would just be gone They would just completely
2: disappear off the face of the earth. Exactly. (laughs) Daron.
1: Right. He's a chosen one. (laughs) So I remember sitting in my fifth grade lunchroom for those three days, just scared beyond uh, any reasonable doubt that at any moment people would just start
2: disappearing. And you wouldn't be one of them. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And that planes would be falling out of the sky. And I was shown this movie called... What was it? Left, Left Behind? Behind? The yeah. Left Behind series where you're getting your, you know, you got to go to the guillotine and you get your head cut off. Uh, Justin in the 386 year in the hideout. What's up, Justin?
5: Hey, uh, talking about the Mark of the Beast. Right. You said that you read something about it being 667. Mm hmm. The most recent thing that I've read said that it was, uh, 616, and that had a pretty big following. A lot of people knew about that one.
1: Alright, maybe, so. it, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was something like a 616 instead of, uh, 666. I know yeah,
3: there's been a lot of variations say, so. of it.
1: Yeah. Alright, thank you, Justin. Hey, Mary. Jose, in the 407, you're <laughs> in the hideout. What's up, Jose? What
7: up, guys? What you got? Oh, well, uh, you were talking about the coming of the Antichrist. Well, the Ew. Antichrist is supposed to come, well, three times. The third coming is going to bring in the end of day, so to speak.
1: All right, so there's three incarnations of the Antichrist.
7: Correct. Uh, you know, you've got, for instance, either Genghis Khan or Napoleon, like you said. Mm-hmm. Taylor was definitely a bastard, so. Right. And.
1: Uh, Don't be so judgmental.
10: Know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> he was good in the beginning.
1: Stop. Uh, all right, Jose, so then the third one is the one that's the big one.
7: Correct. And hey. what he's going to be, he's going to be like... A guy who's supposed to put together the Middle East, you know, bring peace out there. He's going to be a sweet talker.
2: Yeah, he's supposed to uh, kind of be, like, the answer to everything at first. I right, so pe-
1: All right, that leaves out uh, the president. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are calling and IMing, uh, what about President Bush? No. He's
2: too dumb to be the Antichrist. Obviously not. I know he- who it is. He's not a sweet talker. Silence of the <laughs> Um, You know what? It might be uh, the rapture. Because a lot of people around us just disappear. Thank God I'm gay. Gibbs, Derone,
1: Putin. I don't know what happened don't to I don't know what happened to these. Thank God they're all gone now. Yeah. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. This guy's head crushes on All me. right, my apologies to former intern Putin. Why? He was listening, called up, and said that for you guys. Well, we love you, Putin. Don't be a stranger. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, wrapping up Hour 1 on a Friday night. Don't forget the open-door policy. It is tonight. Chunks and uh, Napier are on their way to Winter Park to hand out heretic cards, which upon arrival to the Hideout 666 live broadcast Tuesday at Mako's will get you a free drink. Nice. As soon as you walk in, you show your heretic card, you get a free drink. K-Mike in the 407, what's up, man?
5: Hey, I just wanted to uh, say something about the rapture. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of people in our government, like uh, people like George Bush, Tom DeLay, that will openly profess that they believe the rapture Mm -hmm. is coming and a lot of the stuff they do is you know trying to either trigger it or prepare themselves for it so they they basically don't think our country's going to be around in 10 years Right. Which is probably why they don't care what happens to
1: it. Yeah, that's why we've gone on. It's one of those things where if you know you're going to die soon, you go ahead and run up your debt because, hey, you don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? If I know I'm going to die in 30 days, if I get cancer, I'm going to bust out the credit cards and go on a shopping spree. Uh,
2: Thank you, K-Mike. And that's the thing. Do you really want people who believe that the rapture is imminent and coming soon uh, making decisions for you and for everybody? Here's the thing.
1: I don't mind if they are represented mm-hmm. because there is a segment of our population that believes that. So I believe they should have representation in our in our government, along with others who are maybe agnostic, along with others who maybe believe that it's a whole, you know, aliens gave birth to us with Scientology. That's one of the beautiful things about America is that we should be allowed to have this multiple resp- representation. Unfortunately, right now, it seems that Kind of monopolized. Yeah, monopolized right now between the, those guys who believe that. Tommy, do you have any religion at all? No. Yeah, see, that's one of the
10: things about the hideout and our crew.
2: Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of know, uh, representation. Ch- Chunks is a believer.
10: Well, I'm like, I'm a spiritual, but I don't really believe in any particular god or religion.
1: See, that's basically a uh, heathen.
10: That means you're not going to heaven. No. Why? Because I don't trust some book that some ass wrote that he yes. claims exactly. is true.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's you, a leap expect- of faith,
10: my friend. Okay. Napier hands you a book and says, "Hey, I transcribed this from some guy I knew who knew the story. Believe it." Okay. No thanks.
11: Consider the source, though.
10: I'd rather go to hell.
11: Um. Sorry, Miss FA.
2: <laughs> now, I got. A, I am over here, and it makes a lot of sense. Someone says that uh, Tom from MySpace may be the Antichrist. That's why he's not on my friends list.
1: Right, Tom from MySpace would make sense. He has created this whole like network that people are dependent on.
2: And if that's the case, my mark is uh, www.myspace.com backslash jdubs517. Who
10: cares? Or oh, you could just do something easy like backslash Tommy Bateman.
3: <sighs>
10: Matt, do you have any faith?
2: I'm
4: agnostic.
10: Yeah, I th- he can't even walk down the stairs. You
2: think he has faith? <laughs> yeah. He can't make a decision on what he wants for dinner, level alone what religion he wants to believe
11: in. c what about you? Uh, I was born Catholic and raised Catholic. Uh, haven't been practicing that much lately, but right. for the most part, I have faith.
1: Okay, so you do have some faith. Yeah. It's just very interesting to see where everybody stands. Man, I'd like some faith, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening anytime soon. That's one of the big reasons. Hideout666 party. <laughs> Halloween in June. All right. Have you boys decided what you're doing for a costume? Because I believe there will be prizes for costumes. You guys have any idea of what you're going to dress up as?
2: Um, I'm going to go as my my easy go-to one, where I just throw on a hoodie and glasses and go as a Unabomber.
1: Okay, you can't be the Unabomber.
2: Why not? Try a little harder. It's our
1: party. It's our party at Mako's. we will from, cry if we want from to. From what I understand, too, they're going to be... Make those girls in, like, uh, very all, provo- They're usually in provocative outfits, but it, they're going to take it to a whole another level on 666.
2: I know the uh, area we're in where we're broadcasting from, because each bar has a different theme for their costumes. We're in the uh, nuns and priests area.
11: Yeah, aren't they still doing the heaven and hell theme? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, because we're up top. We're kind of up in the back where
2: heaven is. Yes. So what's in the hell area? Oh, I'm sure little devil girls. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And little demon boys.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely delectable.
1: (laughs) Stop. I don't know why you've all of a sudden gotten on that kick, but that's not fun. (laughs) It's
2: not fun. Absolutely delectable. Yum, yum, give some. Delish. (laughs)
1: All right, but you boys do need to come up with a costume. Everyone who's going to this party needs to have a costume. because Here's the great thing about it. We all love Halloween, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately we only get it once a year. We are bringing it to you in the summer. Halloween in the summer coming up uh, this Tuesday at Mako's.
2: Matt, have you ever dressed up for Halloween? You just don't seem like the type that would be interested. I once dressed up as a, a,
4: a member of uh, the Dead Presidents, you know that movie? Mm-hmm. I it, I got a leather jacket and
2: painted <laughs> my face. Why don't you just throw a scarf on and go as a Hershey kiss?
10: <laughs> yeah, that gray the right, Hold on, <laughs> hold on. That's perfect, dude.
1: I th- I think we you're so on to I think we wrap you in foil. I think we wrap you in foil and we put a scarf on you and you're a Hershey kid. I that to me is the would be the costume of the uh, party. All right. I wonder if there's a Hershey
11: scarf you can find. Yeah, yeah, sure, well,
2: something. Or you know, you can just take a blue marker and kind of fill it in Hershey. Okay, that's the funniest thing ever. Can I go as Daniel Dennis? No.
3: <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, if you wanted to, I yes. suppose you could.
10: That would my hair to do that wave
1: if you, thing. Yeah, if you can get it to spike up, you have a lot of tattoos you got to get in the next uh, seventy-two hours. I'm up for the challenge, but uh, we'll see if we can handle that. What are you going as? Um, I think I'm gonna be a demon. I think you know it seems kind of almost you know cliche, but it fits right in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint my like I'm gonna go in full like like face makeup and everything.
2: How about terrorist for
1: you? Dead terrorist. <laughs> a dead terrorist could be kind Especially considering the beard that I have going mm-hmm. right on. Uday. Ooh, you know who else I'd <laughs> like to be? I'm Uday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're
3: such an ass. Yata.
1: And actually, Uday Hussein would work for me, sadly, right now. Uh, Captain Spaulding. I didn't think about that, but a Captain Spaulding would be fun. Unfortunately-
2: the retard on the phone? No. Oh.
10: From House of a Thousand hour. Corpses. Okay. I've been lodging today. I think that
1: one could be a fun one, too. It's so anyway, be hot, though. Perfect. Halloween in June, Mako 666 party. Uh, it's coming up. In fact, uh, we sent the boys out. They have a tick Heretic card to give out for you. It's an 18 and up show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, $2 Bacardi flavors, $2 Domestics, $5 Jaeger bombs. Uh, All that kind of fun stuff. Heretic card holders will get a free drink. Drunky the Bear is going to be there. He's going to do one of these seven deadly sin stunts. And also he's bringing his party like a monster millionaire.
10: Why don't we go as the Golden Girls? (laughs) Chunks will be Sophia.
4: I call Blanche. Damn you.
10: I I got Betty
1: White, the Betty White one, whoever she is. Um, which one was Betty White and Golden Girls? Betty was, she was from,
2: what was it? Rose. Rose, and she was from St. Olaf.
10: St. Yeah. Olaf, Minnesota. Actually,
2: it does have to be B. Arthur. Yeah, I'm not a tall, lanky, <laughs> dykey one.
1: <laughs> <masculine>, Ironically, <laughs> you do have her body already.
2: <laughs> what happened to the
4: mustache?
1: All right, that's <laughs> true, too. So, anyway, this is all going on. Dub, seriously, what are you going to go as? I don't know yet. I have to think about it this
2: weekend and come up with something good. Think up something for me too.
1: <laughs> is your chick going to come out? Um, Not now. <laughs> yeah. I think she should. I know she's got to work the next day, but that's a big thing about everybody who has to work the next day. Yeah. You come out, and you hang out till about eight thirty. She might come out. So um, I think my chick is also going to come out. I think she has an idea for a costume too. I think she's going to be a zombie. She has this fascination with zombies, so I think she's going to go dress as a zombie.
2: I'll go as a Lions fan. Don't you hate when people do that? Well, they'll, they'll take their just their favorite team jersey that they already have sitting in their stupid closet. I'm uh, I'm nope.
1: dirt today. That's who I am. I got my 41 Dallas jersey on. EJ from the U in the 407. What's up, EJ? Hey, I say, you know that uh, Captain Spaulding mask I brought in earlier? If you want to borrow it, that'd be cool. Here's the thing, though. It's, it's going to be tough for me to do the show in a mask. You yeah, I, I, paint. I would have to do the paint. Um, all right, here's the thing. I appreciate the offer, though. I may have to borrow it just to see like, how to do the makeup, though. Dubs. Yeah. I think you should get dressed up as someone who was on Dateline. You should walk in there with, uh, you got your van, and maybe you bring your goodies. You sit there with a plate of cookies, <laughs> munching on them. Just, you know, really close to your groin. And people ask, "Oh, what's your what's your outfit?" Oh, I was on. Uh, Why we have a seat. I was on NBC on Wednesday night <laughs> in May. Maybe you saw me.
4: I was the one with the whipped cream.
1: Yeah, you could have you could have candy uh, glued to your zipper.
2: That might be an idea. Little dipping dots.
1: Wild, easy one. Wild Bill, you're in the hideout on real Radio.
2: What? is
1: happening oh it's our it's our sales guy Wild wow, Bill. Oh, you're so scary <laughs> what's up <laughs>
8: what's up i want to know one thing uh-huh i want to know one thing got that <laughs> one thing <laughs> do you want satan to
11: do <laughs> so weird album.
1: yes
8: okay I'll see what I can do. All
10: right, thank you, Wild Bill. I thought he was the morning guy at another station. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one.
1: We got to do another beat down, beat mix. We have way too many drops. We got to get it done.
4: I like little boys and little girls. Hour two in the hideout, real
1: radio, one hundred four point one. Four zero 407 seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seventy one zero four one. Dubs, we don't talk a lot of sports on the show, but you and I are avid sports fans. Yes, uh, I am a huge, huge fan, lifelong fan of the Dallas Mavericks, being from the from the, being from the Dallas area, growing up there. Yeah, you're all huge my life. fan of the
2: actually the whole NBA, basically.
1: Yeah, I love the NBA, and I grew up playing baseball though. And mm-hmm. Texas Rangers were my team growing up. Dallas Cowboys, obviously. Uh, you being a Detroit boy, Lions your team.
2: Lions and uh, the NFL overall. I. Still, during the offseason and everything, we'll watch NFL total access basically nightly. Matt
1: Albert here, uh, third Mike and Ryder, big Red Sox fan, big baseball fan.
4: I'm a bigger Redskins fan, though.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going places. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
4: playoffs is here, baby. Bottom of the NFC You were in playoffs last year. Cool. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. To watch. Uh, right. Screw you. So anyway... Um, I love, the, I love Major League Baseball, though. I really like the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. And a couple of guys have come up with a really, really interesting idea. Uh, Matt Russell and Graham Funk, welcome into the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. How's it going, boys? Hey, it's going great, man. What's
5: going on?
1: Good. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good. Very, very good. Now, you guys, uh, your website is unrestrictedview.com, and... You hate the way that the all-star system is set up in Major League Baseball. Tell me about that.
7: Well, man, I mean, we just think the way they let the fans vote, they give everybody 25 votes, you know, it just becomes a popularity contest, which was fine before 2002. And then Bud <laughs> Selig decided to... Uh, Uh-oh, hold on. One I, of you think guys,
1: we,
2: I think we lost one of you guys. Hold on.
1: Find out which one dropped off over there, Sealane, and uh, we'll have to just go with one of them, see which one dropped off. But basically, what they're saying, and they're right, is that with any all star contest, Mm -hmm. you know, all star voting, whatever, it turns into a popularity contest, and it, like, the starting guys don't end up being the best players in the league.
2: Now, how do uh, the other. The, the other uh, people do. Because I think NFL does it kind of the same way, don't they? I believe NFL is all based on players and
1: coaches.
2: Yeah. Okay. And, and maybe... Yeah. Players, coaches, and uh, like the rookie of the year is by the fans and that kind of stuff. Right. But other than that, I mean, um, I don't know... Because I do think the fans should have some hand in uh, some of the things going on there. It just makes it more interactive and fun. But the, the All-Star Games and the Pro Bowls and that kind of stuff, it, it, there's real... Like, these people... Depend on like their checks getting uh, helping them out with the with their credentials being in the All Star Game or uh, whatever. All
1: right, we got Matt and Graham back from uh, unrestrictedview.com. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? All right, so what is your idea then? Like, how do you want to get back at the system?
7: Well, basically, we just hate the fact that the fans get to vote vote on the All Star Game uh, it ends up being a popularity contest. As you can see right now in the American League, eight of the nine leading voters are uh, Yankees and Red Sox. And that was fine, you know, before 2002 when the All-Star game was just an exhibition game. Right. But once the league decided to make it home field advantage.
2: You know, yeah, worth whenever
1: something. The home, whenever uh, the
7: know, All-Star game gets home field advantage.
1: I completely forgot about that point. That is a good point where there's something yeah. big on the line now as far as the World Series goes. Mm-hmm. So, all right, So what do you guys want to do then?
5: Um, we're starting a campaign where we're trying to get people to vote for Nephew Perez and Juan Castro, for starters, on National League and American League.
1: All right, now, how are they doing this season?
5: Well, <laughs> Nephew Perez is actually playing second base. He's batting 206. <laughs> got zero home runs, 11 RBIs, nine runs scored.
3: Okay. <laughs>
5: we just want to get him as a riding candidate for second base to try to get enough people. Me uh, and Chicago guy. and uh, Right. Trying to start an online campaign to get him going. And then Juan Castro, Matt knows the stats on him, I think. He's the uh, shortstop for Minnesota. The Minnesota
1: Twins. Okay. Now, do you think, now let me ask you in honesty, we're talking to uh, Matt and Graham from uh, unrestrictedview.com. Uh, unrestrictedview.com. Do you boys think that if somehow we're able to get in a couple of hacks uh, to to the World Series that they may change the system?
5: Yeah, it's without question what we're trying to do. Because they play a 162-game season, you figure whoever has the best record over that course probably deserves home field advantage in the World Series over who wins an exhibition game in the middle of the season.
2: How- but the whole thing was that uh, no one was really watching or into, and uh, the, the people playing weren't into the game when they were playing the All-Star game.
1: Let me, let me ask you this. Do you think they should switch up the way that the All-Stars are picked, and it should maybe go by coaches and media as opposed to the fans?
5: Yeah, maybe give the coaches or the media a little bit of weighting in the voting. You know, maybe go 50% fans and 50% people
2: on the team. So you don't want to take the fans out of it completely, but kind of change the system up make it a little more fair.
5: Here's a way that I think we what? could change it, boys. Real fast, let me see if
1: you guys are into it. It's a hideout, row Radio 104.1. Let's say you go ahead and you have the quote-unquote popularity contest, mm-hmm. all right? So you yep. have, you know, the fans vote on who they should think, but it's just overall. Now, the coaches and the media still pick the starters, all right? They pick who, and, you know, the pitchers and things like that. Out of the names that are, you know, the top that have been selected by the fans, out of the names that have been selected by the coaches and the media, you know, those guys are automatically in. But whoever's next highest on the fan list then gets to fill in the holes on the All-Star game. That's just one idea that I'm throwing out there. That way you have a legitimate team because there is some important home-field advantage of the World Series, but then the fans still feel like they have some say, you know, if they uh, if they really want somebody in on the game.
7: Yeah, and that's not a bad idea. And I also heard uh, one other good idea on uh, baseball music I said David Pinto runs. Um, he was thinking about maybe voting for the All-Star game along the same lines. They vote for MVP, where each fan, if they want to, they can vote for first place, second place, third place, even fourth place voter, and... You know, the first place gets ten points, second place gets eight gets eight points. There you still have the popularity contest where, you know, the Derek Geegers, the Red Sox, the Yankees of the world they are always getting first place votes. But you know, the the second place votes are gonna come into that too so you're gonna start getting guys who uh, you know are capable of being there, better guys in the league. You know, if you have a unanimous second place winner, then it's most likely that he's gonna be the
5: best player in the league. All right. Winning the vote. All right, yeah, well, that's what too many people vote for. It. Just like Derek Lee right now, is the number four vote getter on first base, and he hasn't played since April nineteenth. Situations like that,
1: and you see that all the time too. I remember it was a real big thing with like King Griffey Jr., mm-hmm. who would oh, get yeah, hurt that's all a great the time this
3: year too. Yeah. yeah,
1: he'd get hurt all the time, but then lo and behold, he's a starter. And the, yeah, he's, he's like the
5: fourth best outfielder in the Cincinnati outfield right now, by stat wise, and it, he's number four vote getter in the National League right now. Yeah.
1: Well, boys, I always like when guys want to fix the system that's broken. And Especially with something as important as Major League Baseball, it's America yeah. right there. <laughs> and I think,
14: I, and I'm sp- more important.
1: I know, and I, I think you boys are really on to something. And uh, best of luck to you for Nephi Perez for the Chicago uh, for Cubs. the Chicago Cubs yeah. and writing candidate for second base, and also Juan Castro, shortstop for the Minnesota Twins. Thank God, you, boys.
5: For it, hey, thank you guys. All right, Unrestricted
1: you guys. unrestrictedview.com I think you're on to something, man.
2: I would love to see it actually work.
1: I'd, I'd love to get a couple of hacks written in, mm-hmm. you know, as a goof vote in Major League Baseball, saying, "All right, you know what? We got to fix this."
2: Just like during like uh, like homecoming at your school or something, someone always got that goof vote and the fourth person in for queen. Right? You know, there's always the fatty. But then if
1: if you had to rank them overall, I like the idea of maybe ranking them. But I think my idea is pretty good. You let the fans fans go ahead and vote. But you have the coaches and the media pick the players. And then whoever isn't picked, like maybe the coaches and the media get to pick nine or mm-hmm. ten. Then out of the rest of those who the fans selected, if they weren't picked by the coaches and the media, then they get to swing over and they get to play. I like that. And, and fill in the positions. But something has to be done. Uh, Chunks.
14: What's up, guys? How you doing?
1: All right. Where are you and what are you doing?
14: We are at the uh, Winter Park Village, a uh, big shopping complex. It's in Albertson's. They have a brio here, a uh, big shopping complex. We are giving out the Coveted Heretic cards, which, uh, as you mentioned earlier, if you bring one of these to our live event at Mako's uh, 666 uh, this Tuesday,
1: you get a free drink. All right, so work. you, well, what's the, uh, what are you at? 1792 and Lee Road? Is it right yeah, over
14: there? 1792
1: and Lee Road. If you want to get more specific, come a little bit down
14: 1792. And take a left on Gay Road.
1: Perfect.
14: That's the actual name. All
1: right, so you and Gapier are out there handing out heretic cards on Gay Road at uh, for the Hideout Mako six 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 live broadcast coming up this uh, Tuesday on June sixth, two thousand and six. Uh, again, if you're a heretic card holder. You walk in, first of all, there's no cover, Mm -hmm. 18 and up, but if you have a Heretic card, as soon as you come in and they show your ID and all that kind of fun stuff, you show your Heretic card, you will get a drink right off the bat, a drink card for a free drink. All right, we'll check in with you boys in just a little bit, all right? All right. All right. Also, too, during this commercial break, you're here the queue to call in so that you can earn a slot to confess one of your seven deadly sins. All right, you know what? I just had an idea. What's that? I think everyone on the show should have to make a confession.
2: Mm. All
10: right. I already did mine. Many to have in the future.
1: I I actually like the idea. If we're having the listeners do it, then I think we should all. Did do... I get
10: five hundred dollars?
1: No. What? You yeah. get you get to be director of the hideout. I'd I like our five hundred. Right. <laughs> That'll get you five hundred and four months. <laughs> uh... I I like the idea of each of us confessing one thing related to the seven deadly sins. I think that would be a... And we're having the people do it for... We're doing it for free. You guys have the chance to win $500 from saved on TNT. And here's the thing. There are going to be so many people who want to do it, where as soon as you hear this cue to call in, you automatically get a slot to tell us your confession on Tuesday. Uh, And you will pick up on a saved prize pack as well. So listen for that during the commercial break. Right, I'm thinking about my confession now and how big I want to go.
2: Yeah, because everybody has something to confess, but you don't know what you want to confess and how and, deep you want to go into it.
1: And how, how, how out there you want. Maybe we, maybe we put the confessions up for a vote, too, like we each confess ours, mm-hmm. and then we put it up on realradio.fm and we vote for six days. And whoever uh, has the worst confession has to do something bad has to once again reap the wrath, maybe at that Friday night open door.
2: So worse confession mean uh, you didn't confess anything decent? Yeah, it wasn't any good. Okay.
1: You know what I mean?
2: So make it good.
1: Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm uh, glutton for punishment, what that is. You are. But I, think, I actually think it would be kind of fun. All right, listen for that. Hell, you may as well start calling now. 407 916 1041 Save prize back in the automatic slot to get in to tell your confession for that $500 in cash from Saved on TNT. More of the hideout next. Hour 2 continues. Go see Chunks and Napier on Gay Road in 1792 to pick up your Heretic card. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Alright, congratulations to Charles in the 407. He won the Saved Prize Pack. Saved debuts on TNT. It's about a paramedic dropped out of medical school as a gambling problem. Saving lives. Including his own. It really does look like a very good sc- uh, show. But, yeah, i definitely uh, check it out. He won a safe prize pack, and he's now got a slot to confess one of his sins at the Hideout live broadcast at Mako's 666 party. And if he ends up having the best confession, according to the judges, $500. The other thing we're doing, too, and we're probably going to do this toward the end of the night,
3: mm-hmm.
1: we're going to get $101 bills. And you know how they always have the air cannons mm-hmm. out at Mako's? We're going to spray out $101 bills for greed. That'll be the greed sin.
2: And then you guys just snatch as many as you can. I
1: want to see what that mosh pit looks like. We'll probably have Chunks and Matt Albert down in the crowd with mics when we do that. Just, let's hear how crazy it is You know what
2: I, what I would like to do, too? Hmm. Hide a 50 in there.
1: You're an ass. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> but you know
2: what? That would be crazy. Because you know people will only go so far for one dollar bills, but if there's a chance there's a fifty they're going to grab. I think they you're might go for.
1: You're going to want, dude. That is brilliant. I'm just really worried that could start some
2: sort of a riot. <laughs> fifty bucks, dude. Think about the party. I guess yeah. When you're drinking, you want you know a few more of those drinks. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. I could
1: see it turning into something so fun and so newsworthy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I hope so. I'd love to see if we can get Saw for somebody. Chick-fil-A, John, I'd love to get the whole thing documented. The the 666 party.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice video camera. Because there's just going to be way too much fun going on. Way too much fun going on at this live broadcast coming up. So do join us. And again, you know, you have your chance to blow off some steam on a Tuesday night. Obviously, you're not going to be able to stay until the end of the show. You know, but, you know, plan on Tuesday. Tell the wife. Tell the hubby. You know what? I'm going to go hang out with the hideout for about an hour or so, hour or and a half. Along. You know, bring them along, whatever you got. Just line up a babysitter. Come hang out till about 8.30, 9 o'clock. Get home in time to uh, still go to work the next day. And then for the other half of you guys mm-hmm. of the 18 and up crowd who were invited to Mako's on Tuesday night for the 666 party, uh, you just, you'll want to get there early. Yeah, party all, out. Party all night long. So that is some of the stuff Dubs that we have going on.
2: You have some audio you wanted to play for us. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um, we have a couple things we can go to. You, re- you remember the Paris Hilton audio, correct? Uh, when uh, uh, Brandon Davis, the you boys played that when I went home sick that one night. So you never actually got to hear the actual audio from it.
1: No, let me uh, hear.
2: Okay, yeah. This uh, this is Brandon Davis. I guess his grandfather was a billionaire, and he's never really had to work. His he's got a ton of money, and uh, he's talking trash about Lindsay Lohan.
13: Harris, what's the latest with you?
3: Okay, Lindsay Lohan? On, would you f*** her? Would you f*** <laughs> her? You tell me the truth? <laughs> your dad's hotter
11: than her, alright? Paris, <laughs> 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 what watch do you out, think of watch Lindsay? Out, watch out, watch out, watch the pole! watch
3: the
14: pole! You got anything say to Lindsay?
11: The
3: firecrush. Oh, uh, we know. Are we going to hey, the, the, the parking lot fire firecrush? I mean, we don't think
7: that we know. It's
11: obvious. Red cubic <laughs> air <laughs> comes from Insider. It's <laughs> like an orange <laughs> tree. <laughs>
1: All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero
10: 407-916-104-888-978-104. That was Celine drunk. All right, <laughs> uh, that's pretty intense.
11: Yeah, that's
2: correct.
10: I mean, but this guy, who is this
2: guy? He's uh, just the grandson of a billionaire. He has a lot of money. And actually, uh, later on in the tape, at the like the end of it, maybe if you want me to skip along to that, uh, he he says that she only has seven million, so that means she's really really poor. All right, see if you can find that one. I just got word. Soft called in. What did he say
11: to you, Celine? Uh, Soft will be at the 666 party videotaping. Beautiful. And he is coming in uh, a little bit later tonight and he is going to tell us uh, exactly what will be uh, in the Bicurious BJ documentary.
1: Oh, wow. He's already got decided what footage he wants to use for behind the Bicurious? Yes. Okay, this is outstanding. This uh, Things are starting to happen, Dubs. It's all starting to come together here in the hideout. Um. So that is all going on. Uh, RealRadio.fm, I forget we have the fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. A couple of people are already begging me. They're like, dude, i got to work Tuesday night. i got to get one of those Hideout T-shirts. What can I do? I don't know if there's anything we'll be
2: able to do for you.
1: I mean, I know you want the shirts, but I don't know if there's anything that we can do for you.
2: All right, here is uh, uh, Brandon Davis, I think that's his name, uh, talking about uh, Lindsey's financial situation.
11: I think... She's worth about $7 million, which means she's really poor. It's disgusting. She lives in a motel in New York.
15: Paris, you want to say anything to Lindsay if she's watching? Paris, what does your necklace say, Paris? It's her last word,
11: okay? We're going to leave. But Lindsay Lohan is a fire crutch. And she has freckles coming out
10: of her. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, Lane, that's hurtful.
1: Uh, Here's what's odd. Sorry. Is there anything more disgusting on the planet Earth than a rich person? A rich person who didn't work for it. I will say that. Than the child of a rich person. Mm -hmm. Because literally no idea of what it's like to have to work a day in their life. And the fun that they get is walking down the... You know, the streets of Los Angeles running down
0: Lindsay Lohan.
2: And the funny thing is, no one gives a damn about this guy unless he's with Paris Hilton. All the questions were directed at Paris Hilton, and he just took uh, the opportunity to jump in there and say this stuff.
1: All right, so now, I guess uh, also in that CD-dubs, there's an, mm-hmm.
2: an update where a girl starts yelling at him. Yeah, a girl uh, attacks him over the Lindsay Lohan stuff.
12: What is your own... Sh- it's fun,
3: Brandon. It <laughs> sure she's
12: real well. Go so, talk about more 19-year-old girls, you like little bitch. Mm-hmm. Asshole. <laughs> oh, I'm so fired up. My girl. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, well, what do you have to say about Lindsay Lohan now? Has oh, she hurt somebody? money her gonna,
3: gonna, daddy. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, Come uh, out here. Come out here, Brandon. Hi. Come out here. Daddy, like, yeah, you have big balls. You have big balls. and don't to cry for <laughs> shower. Go home and take
11: a shower. Was here there? Lizzie Lohan
3: earns her money. You get it from Daddy,
12: so walk away. Walk away, Brandon. You're not welcome here. Where's the fire? Where's the fire Now, Brandon. Come on. Stay focused. All
3: right.
1: Who
2: is this woman?
4: I don't know, but it's great. Who was that, Matt? I saw a picture of her. She's a like a little 5-foot Latina chick. With that really greased down hair with a ponytail. Why
2: does she care so much about Lindsay Lohan? Maybe she's a fan. Yeah, she's a big Lohan fan. I
1: (laughs) I guess here's the thing. Lindsay Lohan demands reparations. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Even though Brandon Davis issued an apology for his rant on Lohan, Lohan's not satisfied. Whatever. You can say whatever you want about someone. They sent a letter asking for a video apology to Lindsay (laughs) and a charitable donation of $250,000 uh of lindsey's choice
5: beat it beat it
1: get the hell out of here because the original apology was a little too late according to sources.
2: shut up i don't care it, i would it, love it's good of him for i i don't think you know he's worth a damn in any way but he apologized let it go I love the idea of fire I, I love the idea of the
1: videotaped apology. Why is Firecrotch even a put down?
2: I don't know. That's you have red hair down there. And, yeah, uh, I don't understand how that's a put and down. that now. is no, it's not. You have red hair down there, and it's just a, a term for it.
1: I hate rich people.
2: Are mm-hmm.
1: you have another clip for, uh, that you want to play for us tonight, Dubs?
2: Uh yeah, we've got the. I think yeah, I don't know if you've heard this yet. This is a a, a cop, I believe it was in New York City, uh, singing the national anthem.
10: Mm-hmm.
2: No, he's not singing it. He's butchering oh, it. Oh, this is horrible.
1: I right, Matt, does this one? you said you couldn't get through this?
4: Uh I tried to, and I just saw him ruffling around with, in his papers <laughs> trying to find I, the lyrics. I, yeah, it just,
2: oh. it's like he brought the lyrics with him. He went up there to sing it in front of all these people, all these fellow cops.
10: Oh, no. I'm shocked that out of everything that I ever send, Matt, this is the one clip he couldn't get through. (laughs) Uh,
1: By the way, don't forget that Chunks is out at Gay Road in 1792 at the Winter Park Village handing out heretic cards. That's so that you can get a free drink as soon as you walk in the door at our Hideout Mako's live uh, broadcast on 666 coming up. This Tuesday, Dubs will take a a break and come back with that next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour 2 in the Hideout, Friday night, Real Radio 104.1. Double M in the 321. What's up, Double M?
5: I just, about that uh, Brandon Davis bit, I just can't
9: help point out the irony of, them calling Lindsay Lohan a fire crotch when he's with of all
2: people Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the thing with Lindsay Lohan's crotch that one won't actually burn you. Right, as opposed <laughs> Even to Paris, is a fire crotch. Uh,
1: no, that's a very good point, Dublin. Thank you, brother. The other thing that's kind of weird about it too is when you watch the video, you could just tell he's kind of the dork mm-hmm. who's showing off for the hot chick. Yeah, and she was all about it. Oh, she was giggling her ass off. All right, somebody called and said that fire crotch can refer to gonorrhea.
2: Yeah, but in this case it was—it was
1: obvious he was talking about her red right right hair, yeah, and the freckles that probably surround the wrinkle. Uh all right, chunks out giving away the heretic cards. What's up, chunks? What's up, guys? How you doing? What you got, buddy?
14: Oh man, we're out here and uh... hold on a second, Napier, for one second. I got him. We're out here at the corner of Seventeen Ninety Two and Lee Road, passing out heretic cards um, because, as you know, for a Hot Six 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 party, if you present your uh, individually numbered heretic card. You get your first drink for free. So we're out here passing them out. It's a very rare opportunity to get them, um, this, this accessible. You just come right up to us and ask us for one. And, in fact, I got Napier shot like a newsie so people will know exactly where we are.
1: Alright, let me hear him shout.
14: Alright, go ahead. More newsies. 1920s. Go!
4: Like Christian Bale. Hey,
14: come on, don't Louder! Up, don't be shy. Hide out here, at your car. radio. 104.1. That it's like British sounding, man. Louder!
1: Shut the hell up! Keep shouting! All right, Chunk, So get out there, get your hair, oh. take get you a free drink at the Mako Six 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 party. Right. Speaking Chunk's of
14: free drink, speaking of free drinks, fellas. Yeah. I was walking by Brio. You know they have that outdoor seating, mm-hmm. and I saw this couple get up, and they had like a three-fourths filled margarita. And I must say, Brio has fantastic margaritas. You did not. <laughs> you you did not
1: just go and drink someone's margarita at outdoor sitting.
14: Why wouldn't I, man? It's free. It's free liquor. I've anything today. I'm under my calories.
1: Uh. All right. Beat it. We'll check back in with you in a little bit. Only about another 15 minutes to go get those. 1792 Gay Road, Winter Park Village. Pick up your tick card. Louder, All right. Beat it. By the way, it's good to see that vomit has shown up from the comedy trio of vomit, tears, and diarrhea, also known as the hosts of the mixtapes, as Mad Matt Mateo is here. Maybe when we get the whole crew back together, we can play the air check <laughs> for Monday and see how fantastic that was. Oh. Again, try to relive that. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dubs, you have the uh, the rest of that audio.
2: Uh, well, the audio I have now is of a police officer singing the national anthem in front of a bunch of uh, cops. And elders uh, there's no real young person out there. It was a m- bunch of older people and uh, other police officers. It seemed like he took the uh, the words out with him, but when he looked down and realized they weren't in front of him, he panicked and just tried to make it through and it didn't work out all right
12: oh, oh. Can <laughs> you see? All.
2: Matt already tapped out you already taken off your headphones? I can't do Put this. Put them back
1: on. No. He, he hasn't even messed up yet, has he? No.
11: This is coming from somebody who has experience in messing up the words to the national anthem.
12: All right. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> can you see by the dawn's early light? Well, so heavy.
2: Pause it. That's the first time he looked down and realized, oh no, what's he saying there? <laughs> it's, it, it
1: literally sounds like he's in his car. You know when you're you're, in, you're with your buddies and you're in your car and you're singing along to a song, and you like forget the words, you just kind of mumble hum yeah, along. Yeah, it, it's mumble okey. But usually you have the song playing in the car to hide what you're
12: doing. Mm-hmm. This cat is just completely lost. This is crazy. I,
1: it's not, there's a chance he could be having a stroke.
12: There's a no.
2: chance he is he's up there
1: pulling he's a dick
2: Clark. And the funny thing is, they zoom the camera in on like some of the other cops and like you can see a few of them are pissed a few of them can't kind of hold back their laughter and uh it it looks like they were at something that was kind of emotional because one of them's crying is it possible it was like a funeral or something it was kind of in the streets so i don't think so it might have been a memorial for something though
1: you think it's for memorial day is there a chance if we had that if we had the audio for longer?
2: Had, um it had, could have been.
4: He had his like uh white dress gloves on. Yeah. So it must have been something important.
12: Okay. Bamboozled. For <laughs> oh, the we The stars were still there. Don't you think one of the things
1: you have to do is maybe know the national anthem before? Like, maybe know it he, and I, not have to have papers when you're going to sing. And maybe even, too, be a good singer. Because I'm not hearing. No, is this, this Taylor Hicks? I'm not sure what exactly this
12: is. Oh, yeah.
2: This is fake. No, it isn't. I this swear ha- to this you. This is a fabrication. I swear to you it isn't. It's
4: at one point, it just seems like, okay, i got to bring it home with one good note. Yeah.
3: Hey.
12: I, I
2: can save this thing right now.
12: and <laughs> no. the home of the free. The
2: home of the free.
15: Don't claps. Don't mean prayer, please.
2: And that was someone else coming up there to uh, continue with the memorial or whatever is going on. I, wanna see, oh. I want to see. can <laughs> you? I want to see the video. Oh, I can show it to you. Can you find it? Yeah. Go back in the back and
1: find it and I am it to me.
2: And that, that beginning thing actually does sound like uh, Matt Alberts. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, wow.
2: It is a larger black man, I believe.
1: Oh, it's a brother?
2: Yeah. And it's so sad when you see him look down and find out the wheels are about to fall off.
1: Just looking down, thinking, what the hell? How have I butchered this? How are so many people here to honor the people who have served for our country?
10: You have the link. Oh, You already sent the link over.
1: All right, I've got the link now. Very good. Thank you, Tommy Bateman.
10: I found this one.
1: All right, let's take a break and come back, Dubs. When we come back, I want to play the thing in its entirety. And I'm going to watch this during the commercial break. Okay. It's a hideout, roll Radio 104.1.
3: Oh,
12: can you see by the dawn's early light was so heavy? And the rock is red glare From bursting in air Gave to the night That the stars
2: the legend the cop singing the national anthem uh <laughs> the most poor i've ever heard it sing
1: uh that was a, great it's a high hideout radio
10: 104.1 wrap it up hour two on a friday night You're listening to the uh outfield on 107 board.
1: casey in the 386 what's up casey
9: Okay. Did anybody other than me notice the striking similarity between that guy singing and Chewbacca going? All
1: right, it's the Wookiees. It's the Wookiees, and them paying more. them paying tribute. Oh, right, oh. I did watch the video though. Mm-hmm. And the video, we should put the link up on RealRadio.fm. People trying to. First of all, one guy, one of the cops. It's a cop who's doing it. One of the cops is so angry. Like he's got a he's got one of those flat tops.
2: Yeah, he's one of the don't f with me cops, you know, where he go he walks through the window, he ain't taking it. He's Barva. Yeah.
1: <laughs> does
10: anybody know where Steve Urkel is in that video? He does
1: look like Urkel. <laughs> so he is like he's angry. Then another cop is there doing the whole thing of biting your lips so that you don't laugh. Mm-hmm. Literally trying to hold it together. And then there are, I guess, people from the community.
2: Yeah, I just uh, they're just trying to... Uh... In shock. Mm-hmm. Liter- and- literally jaw-dropped. And then there's a couple that are just like, all right, I'm going to make the best of this. I'm going to lower my head, close my eyes. Like it, it's actually a real good national anthem. I'd be
11: doing the trying not to laugh thing because if I were with like one of my friends and just even look them in the face, I would lose
2: it. I right, hold me, on. Me personally, I'd stare at them and just shake my head the whole time.
3: <laughs> I, we have some
1: prizes, right? nine one six one oh one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I'd love to give out a prize for most inappropriate time you've ever laughed.
10: <laughs> okay, I've got one. Yes, Tommy. I just want to see which is more cringe. That whole thing or... Don't be... Inter- don't be...
11: Ooh, damn, I effed that up. Don't <laughs> be ashamed. You're entertained. There you Listening go. to the hideout on the real radio, 104.1. On, on the real radio. the real radio. All right, here's
1: one that I...
10: Oh i want to throw up. It
1: was really... You had to bite your lip because it was completely inappropriate. It was during uh, the Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah. Out, out at uh, a Hard Rock Live. Mm-hmm. And Tommy came over to Dubs.
2: <laughs> oh, I was so pissed at Tommy for while this our other friend, time.
1: While our friend from the mustard seed was giving her speech. Oh,
2: I forgot about a, this. In a wonderful dress.
1: And you boys... You whispered so I don't even want to know if we should say. I, yeah, we can air. say it on the air.
2: She was wearing a sequin sequin dress, <laughs> and she has gray hair too. Uh, so Tommy comes up to me and like people on stage. are yeah people are standing there uh, still quietly while this uh, listen, speech is going on. Listen to the story. And the lights are still on, us, so the whole crowd can see us. And uh, Tommy comes up to me and whispers in my ear. Hey, I'm glad to see that uh, Ric Flair brought the uh, brought his, uh, what was it, uh, gown out of the retirement. Woo!
3: And
2: I look at her, and she's wearing like a Ric Flair-type robe.
3: <laughs>
2: and I'm biting my lip, trying not to laugh, and I see Mr. Phillips look over at me while I'm just biting my lip. Yeah, that's your, it all in. that's really an inappropriate time. My face is red. It's about to explode. And I'm standing next to you. I'm like, what's going on? You're like,
1: come on,
15: Debs, walk the out. Woo!
2: <laughs> Don't worry he, about it. He kept on doing that to me, like
1: just doing little face motions, Rick Flair-type things. Derek, in the 321, you're in the hideout. What's up, Derek?
14: What's going on, guys? What you got? I have my inappropriate laughter story of the night. Okay. Me and my family were in Oklahoma City for a family reunion. Mm-hmm. We went to the site of the Oklahoma City bombing, and there is some stairs there, and my, my little brother fell down the stairs, and me and my family laughed at him in the middle of the actual memorial to the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, no. and so people Probably don't... the only family
1: ever to laugh there. <laughs> All right, you know what? You're getting a prize. Hold on, Derek. That's good enough where you, you laugh at an inappropriate place. You're just, and that time, you're not laughing about what happened there, but you're laughing at the fact that your uh, your little brother falls.
2: Who did that uh, that uh, Vietnam Memorial painting where the guy has his hand on the wall? I'm not sure. And uh, all the other soldiers are touching the wall right? Uh, from the inside of it, like the dead soldiers? Mm-hmm. I was at the memorial and I did the pose. No, dude. <laughs> while my friend is taking the picture. Dude. And I just see all these people looking at me. I'm like, oh damn it. Alright, that's just
1: an ass move. Today. That's not really in, like laughing at an inappropriate time. That's just a real ass move. Oh wow. Matt I got you ha- the
4: picture.
16: <laughs> Matt,
1: do you have an inappropriate time in which you uh laughed?
4: I was at my uh uncle's funeral and uh he had been cremated, and for some reason there was a, uh, a strong wind in the in the church. And I, uh, my grandmother said, uh, somebody better close the top, or he's gonna blow away. And I just started laughing my ass off, <laughs> and everyone turned around and l- looked at me, and then I was like blackballed uh, for the rest of the night.
10: Aren't you always? <laughs>
4: That was the
11: easiest joke ever. <laughs> I know. I was good, go
4: for it. That was good. That was really, I'm
10: like, wow, I'm
1: impressed. <laughs> Jessica in the 386. What do you got, Jessica?
5: Um, my sister, she was 14. She was in a play, like an Anne Frank-type play, and it was a Holocaust <laughs> memorial. And the row in front of us were Holocaust survivors. No. And as my sister started to die... My mom and I just cracked up because it was my younger sister.
6: Okay, why were
1: you laughing? Just because her acting was bad, or what?
5: No, because I taught her how to die. And like we were in the living room practicing it, and just because it was my sister. And there were, oh, and there
2: were people. There were Holocaust actual people
5: All right, there.
1: So that's what the.
5: Yeah, like the Royals. Right,
2: you're so a winner,
1: Jessica. You're evil, and you're going to hell. And congratulations, you've won from the hideout. <laughs>
2: Oh, The only thing worse there would be sick Island or something like that. Yeah. That would be the only worst thing to do at that, po- uh, that point. That is completely what
1: I'm talking about. An inappropriate time to laugh.
4: Just whispering,
1: he built good roads. Oh, <laughs> man. I mean, that's one way that... Transportation you, King. That's one of the ways that you could make it even worse, but... Christ. Yes. And I... Oh, it's, that is one of the ways that you could definitely have a... uh have a real douche show moment where you're not supposed to laugh. And it's understandable, too, because of the fact that, you know, it's your little sister. Mm-hmm. You find it humorous because you see your little sister up there. But then
2: it's Anne Frank. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't be laughing at the diary of Anne Frank. Right. Veronica in the 407. What's up, Veronica? What do you got? Hey,
7: um, I was pregnant and i was having my monthly um, routine checkup my husband was going with me every month Mm -hmm. and my gynecologist actually had a mole in the middle of his forehead so one day after the exam my husband said um do you think that that mole was looking at you and so the next month when i went and he started to um do his routine checkup again i started cracking up laughing thinking that the mole is looking at
1: me (laughs) so you're there in the
2: stirrups uh, hey, now, was what, what, it really a mole or did you just fart? <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> no, so this was a little, it
8: was a hairy one. <laughs> All
2: right, thank you, Veronica. <laughs> Doesn't change the, the question. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. I guess that is one of those times, you know, there's nothing better than when you get the giggles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: the giggles are the worst, and that's what I had uh, Christmas Carol Night when Tommy Woo! came up. With- <coughs> hey, didn't you also have that at the uh, employee pep rally? No, I was far away from the giggles then. Oh no, that's that was me.
10: Powdered toast, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. I'm very inappropriate.
8: Hey there, I have a story for the uh, most inappropriate laughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, what happened was I was doing some uh, customer service work on the phone, and this lady calls up about how she needed this service to, uh, you know, for doctors to call in, you know, check up on her kids, and if she didn't have it, her child might die. Now, it was kind of a, it was kind of absurd because the service that she wanted wouldn't really affect that. However, I started to crack up simply because she was making such a huge deal out of it. And then she started to bring her kid over to the phone <laughs> no. and was talking about how she really needed the service and we would have been responsible for the kid's death. So oh. I should sort of mute the phone and I just start laughing <laughs> to one of my coworkers while I'm still on the phone. Right. I look down and the mute button hasn't been pressed. <laughs> <laughs> All of the laughter. Uh, did you
2: get fired for that?
8: Uh, no, I'm... Thankfully, the call was not monitored that one time, so I really lucked out.
2: That's
1: one of the things, too, and thank you, Powder Toast, that you would want the, you would definitely want the, um, like, the tape of that. Yeah. The monitoring, monitoring the uh, the phone call. But there.
2: if he would have got that one monitored, it would have been, uh, have been fire done, time. Yeah, it
1: would have been done there. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. four point one. Is this story real?
10: I just got the link.
1: Entering hour three in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. This can't be real. What? Um I'm gonna be have to, have to be careful on how I word this. There's no way this is real. A man shoots girls with a squirt gun loaded with baby gravy. <clears throat> oh,
2: at an Orlando Kmart. No way. Wait, Chunks is over by the the Kmart over on uh, in uh, Winter Park. There's no way. There's
1: no. There's no way. <clears throat> Apparently, it was at least the ninth, possibly the eleventh time that the bizarre molester has struck in the past year.
2: We've never heard of this guy before.
1: They've occurred at Walmart in Orange County.
2: It, it looks like a be, legit story.
1: It appears to be targeting children who are alone. The thing is, it comes from.
2: Yeah, it's an odd website, but like it's the, not. It's this can't be real. Why can't it be real? You think we would have heard of it by now? But it does seem legit, and like it's no. There's no jokes in here other than the the story.
1: Uh, some sexual offenders are non-violent, like exhibitions. Others might mm-hmm. progress strange fetishes, but never heard of something like this. All right,
2: Maybe someone knows more about it out there if it is real. The guy's just walking around with a squirt gun filled with uh, water and himself.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm looking at this thing. I don't even want to get too graphic with how it happened. Mm-hmm. It's a five six hundred sixty pound manned. Chunks. Oh There's no way this is real. I couldn't believe if this is actually going on in our town. I do remember like I do remember some sort of a um a like a molester going around. Or someone, like, bothering kids in the toy aisles mm-hmm. of the Walmart, of, like, Walmarts and stuff. All right, let me see. Let's go over to Scott in the 407. What you got, Scott?
16: Hey, I'd help. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, This actually happened. I believe it was within um, the last three to five years ago. Before happened the same thing. You know, one of the uh, the major toy chain stores, the, the same thing. The guy was going up to him with a squirt gun. I think it was actually like a super soaker. With it, uh, with
1: his own uh, oh, with his own had, DNA,
16: yeah, yeah, baby stuff in there, yeah. And uh and it was the same thing. And I think he was actually doing uh kids and women and all kinds of different stuff. But he'd do it right there in the 12 I don't remember if they caught the guy or if maybe this was a guy you know laid low. For for a little while and shot back up again but uh literally I mean, it, 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 it was well, yeah pardon the pun but mm-hmm. it seems kind of seems kind of stupid uh you know because you're kind of giving a dna sample right then and there on the scene you know <laughs> You yeah, uh,
1: know that is a very good point
16: yeah, so so i mean it's kinda it, you remember was it a home alone or whatever where the, where the guy kept turning the water faucet on on every house they break yeah, in and then when the, they caught him they caught him for all of them you know and it's the same thing seems like this guy the wet the bandits
11: thing. Right.
16: Yeah, so if he's using his own DNA, it seems like he's kind of, you know, setting himself up for a pretty good trap later on when he gets caught. You know, he's not going to get out. I mean, yeah, they, they, Scott,
2: once you spray that out there, uh, you all be caught with it. All
1: right, apparently this is, I guess it's a couple years old. Holy Christ. Where did you get this, Tommy? Who sent it to you? Or did you just end up finding it?
10: Mario and then a bunch of numbers.
1: Okay. Well, who knew? That's maybe one of the most disturbing things that
2: I've ever seen. So this didn't happen lately? No. Okay.
1: Now, I, forgive me if we're... It doesn't
2: make it any better, but hell. Now, I'm just kind of wondering about the logistics. You, you got to mix it with something. Yeah, because it depends on the squirt gun. Those uh, those super soakers, they have a big tube right there.
4: But you still have to be like a horse. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, that's what I'm telling th- okay. like there are a lot of like logistical issues that you just wonder about It's that-
2: definitely you have to run the tap water too.
1: Right. Oh my. I That is a, that's a new one.
2: Yeah. How I did, wish we were here then.
1: How how did we even miss that story though? You know, I've oh, I've that- never ever ever heard of something like that before. 407 916
4: 1041 888-978-1041. I wonder if it lessens the range of the super show. Games, oh, I'm sure because of the consistency mm-hmm. see
1: that's the kind of that I mean, actually, unfortunately those are the kind of things that I'm wondering. It about. actually
2: feels like you're been being hit with silly string at the time. some kids might have liked it <laughs> running into it like
4: a sprinter trying to finish a race <laughs> <laughs> do you always do you
2: remember
1: that too though like that's always one of those senior pranks mm-hmm. where they would bring the silly
2: string, yeah. We did the silly string. We did the uh, usually silly string was more end of the year when you're in middle school. Hey, I brought silly string and uh, some uh, some shaving cream.
1: What are some of those great all-time schools out pranks?
2: Uh, you always used to uh, do the throwing all your papers around. That's a, that's a normal one. Um, my friend used to make a shirt every year. Uh, offending one of the teachers, you know, like, uh, just like calling them out for something personal with a bunch of swear words all over it and everything on the last day of school.
1: Who the hell gets away with
2: that? I don't know. I don't know how he was able to do it every single year. I know.
4: Yeah. One kid
2: always brings in a stink bomb, and it's always a good
4: idea. Dude, you should do it right in the bathroom, dude. Do it right in the bathroom. And then when it goes off, you're like, man, this sucks.
2: Because everybody has to walk through it in the bathroom, they usually put it in right next to the cafeteria. And they do it in the middle of the day, not the end. Yeah.
1: Hey, speaking of sex offenders, uh, the courts have limited the TV sex uh, sting charges. Apparently the reporters who pretend to be teens on the Internet to lure Mm. adults, it's great television, obviously you all like it. But in Arizona, the uh, Supreme Court ruled that justices uh, said that the people who are lured, uh, they cannot be charged if the person who lured them is not a minor. So, for example... The, so you
2: actually have to get minors to do it?
1: I Well, here's the thing. I think they said they can do it as long as it's a cop.
2: Okay, so a cop can do it, just not a normal... Joe Schmo off the street, uh, one of these, what is it? What, what are these groups that they, that they have Perverted going on? Perverted justice is the big yeah, one with pre- Dateline. Perverted justice, yeah. They they can't, if they catch anybody in Arizona, they can't do anything about it. If it turns out
1: the person doing the luring is not a minor, but in fact a TV reported, or any other adult for that matter, uh, the, they concluded that charging someone, seeking out a minor for sexual purposes by definition requires an actual minor. The only exception, they said, is if the person doing the luring is a police officer. I, I, I've always wondered about the entrapment angle on that.
2: There there does seem like a definite entrapment angle. How about this? What if the person, you get the person send you over kiddie porn? Because that's definitely illegal, and that has nothing to do with the minor.
1: All right, Wednesday's decisions does not bar television stations from what has become the popular tactic, especially during ratings period. In fact, news directors from two TV stations that have been involved in such reporting said... They didn't intend to abandon such efforts. I think on one of the datelines, like maybe in California, Mm -hmm. there was a rule or a law uh, similar to this. And what ended up happening there was they deputized the perverted justice people. They went ahead and said, hey... Uh, you guys.
2: Honorary cops.
1: You're an honorary cop and you just can like, roll when, like that. Just
2: like when you're in uh, elementary school and they give you a little
1: badge. I know a lot of people were flying over the uh, holiday weekend and during the summer now too, a lot of people will be getting on the planes. One of the things they say Dubs, that can cut down on the airport time mm-hmm. as far as going through in the security checkpoints is please do not try to sneak on lighters. Every time you try to sneak on a lighter, they say it Slows down by about thirty seconds. Really, and then you're looking at about three hundred extra minutes every day for people to get lighters uh, that they could have easily left in it's, their car.
2: See, I never do that. I never try to sneak on a lighter. I always put it in that little uh, that little like receptacle they have right there. It says lighters. But for some reason, everybody I'm with always has a lighter in their pocket. And they pull it right out. I'm like, damn it.
1: I now did you, I. In Orlando, how, TSA, how many cigarette lighters do you think they pick up in the average day? Oh, 1,000. 600 to 800
0: cigarette lighters.
2: Now, here's the ironic thing. You know you can carry matches? You can now? That was a, the original thing that they wouldn't let you do, and now they uh, and now they uh, will let you do that, but not the lighter.
11: Yes, yeah, C-Line. I've heard that in some cases you can... Uh Like, tell them that you uh, got your lighter taken, and when you come back, you can, like, get a lighter back. Like, you can go to that thing and, like, grab a new lighter. Yeah,
2: they'll let you take a lighter after you get off. But the thing is, like, uh, places like Atlanta, I know, um, when you're there waiting for a flight, they have the smoking rooms, but people aren't allowed with lighters anymore, so... Check this out. Smokers craving the post-flight puff have no reason to fret, though. Passengers are allowed to carry it up to three books of matches. Nice. I'm gonna do that from now on. Then
1: I didn't know you could have met.
2: Ma- that the- was the original thing where they said no matches. Isn't and- that
1: what that a hole was trying to do on that flight from the, the London? The shoe bomber. Yes. He was trying to light his shoe with a match, wasn't he? Didn't work though. So you can do it because he couldn't get the latch. He couldn't get the
2: match struck, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Oh, you can always strike a match. You have those strike anywhere as you can do on your knee.
1: I had no idea that you could begin to carry matches. I on think, I think I think
2: you could. He could strike it. He just couldn't get the thing going on his uh, shoe. What are you going to need matches for on a plane anyway?
11: I mean, I can understand having them to smoke in the terminal, but uh... well, that's the
1: thing though. One, the big thing is getting off the flight. I've mm. never seen anything like these. A lot of smokers won't even go get their baggage first. They're so addicted, they run right outside, and you know, and you see a little huddle. But there's one guy who managed to get the cigarette lighter through, mm-hmm. and they're all gather around this guy, and this guy could probably charge three bucks it, it, for it's a light,
2: definitely. And it's not really just the addiction that's getting to you; it's the nerves that you had on the plane the whole time and everything. You just need something to calm down.
1: Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Quick break. We come back. Soph is here, the hideout documentary filmmaker. I'd love to know what footage he has from the Curious BJ. Uh, documentary behind the bikers.
2: Oh, he has some with him.
1: Uh, he at least ha- knows what he's going to use for the documentary. Wonderful. We'll chat with him also too. Don't forget the Hideout 666 party at Mako's. It's your chance to confess uh, your uh, your sin for five hundred dollars. And um, we have we're going to do a whole bunch of games and stunts and stuff based on the seven deadly sins. Wear costumes because it's Halloween in June. And the premiere of the fifth edition Hideout T-shirts. But Saved on TNT has given us $500 to the person who confesses their best sin on next Tuesday night, June sixth, two 2006. The big thing about thats we're going to have so many people who want to do it. We are getting, giving away the initial slots now whenever you hear that cue to call in and you get a Saved prize pack. That will happen this break in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Hour 3 in the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Congratulations to James and the 321. He got a slot to confess his sins. Wonderful. Tuesday night, Hideout Live broadcast at Manko's. Very, very cool. A lot of fun going on. $500 in cash, a chance to win from Save on TNT. Drunky the Bear going to be there. He's bringing over his party like a monster millionaire crew for that night on Tuesday. Hair tick card holders get in. Obviously free. There's no cover until 10. Afterwards, if you have a costume, because it is Halloween in June, then you have no cover after 10, as long as you have your costume. But Heretic cardholders, you guys uh, get a free drink as soon as you walk in. You get a uh, a coupon. We sent out Trunks of Napier to give some of these out. Uh, They're already back now. They went out to the Winter Park Village Chunks, you had an interesting observation out there
0: on this Friday night. Yeah, after we got done um, passing the cars out, started walking back to, toward the car, we noticed that there was a lot of younger like teenagers out there, probably, I'd say, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And, we, and I was just recalling. When, By the
1: way, one quick thing.
0: It is an 18 and up party yes.
1: on Tuesday night at Mako's. Did you have your super soaker? <laughs> Come
0: on uh, But I was just remembering when I was that age And you know, you're know, you at that awkward age where you can't drive And you, you have to have your mom drop you off someplace So you a start Friday. a finger jousting website
3: <laughs> No uh. And, just,
0: and just, how, just how weird you feel and Like you have to go into the certain stores Because you think you're an adult Or you gotta be cool And you walk around like badasses You're not really doing anything But you're trapped You can't drink You don't have a car mm-hmm. But you're still kind of at that age Where you don't want to do little kid stuff
1: Right And and one of the really odd things, and I don't know if you guys ever had to do this, is when your parents had to take you on your first
0: date.
1: Oh, yeah. And you you had to go, and, of course, the parents had to talk and meet first. Then, you know, one of the parents just picks the other kid up and takes you guys and drops you off at the movie. Like your Ralph Macchio, right? Then you end up going eating at
2: a place near the movie, and then yeah, you the you have to uh, push start your mom's uh, um, station wagon in front of uh, the the rich parents. Now, one of the really
1: big <laughs> things that in my neighborhood there mm. was a movie 16, and there were two places where the you know as teens you would go hang out. There was a Little Caesars pizza and a TCB TCBY uh, yogurt. Yeah so it was always on a friday and saturday night they would be overrun with preteens and teens who had gotten dropped off or had walked up to the mall a lot of times too i saw this go on when i went to go see the da vinci code over the like a couple of weekends ago some teenagers get dropped off to go see the movie by their kid you know by their parents obviously under the age of 16 as they sit down they sit there for a little bit then when the previews start they get up and go through the back exit. Now, obviously, Literally. when you're a kid, when you're a kid, you have that freedom. I'm going to see a movie, mm-hmm. so you have the two, three hours
2: to go get in whatever kind of trouble you could get into. Um, I know this used to be something around here. Is it still going on uh, over by UCF? There's like a uh, Albertsons or a Publix or something where all these kids hang out at night. It kind of turns into a, a nightclub. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, where? Around here? Yeah, like over or by UCF. What is this? Like uh, one of the grocery stores, like an Albertsons or a Publix or one of those types of things. Uh, like at night, it becomes kind of a nightclub thing. I never heard of that.
1: All right. We got to find this out. And if so, we need to go out there and party. We need to send somebody out like Chris Pontus. Mm. And uh, where he's just dancing around in his G-string.
0: I think the only advantage we had about like the time we grew up in is that there weren't cell phones. I couldn't imagine how the kids do it this day because they'd probably be hassled by their parents calling them all the time to make sure that you know they're where they're supposed to be. But the, the movie
2: is the perfect place because the parents aren't getting a call while you're in the movie. Right, oh, it true. is still the perfect escape. How was the movie? Oh, it sucked. It was stupid, <laughs> terrible. And nowadays, I fell
11: asleep.
1: nowadays you get enough like cliff notes and stuff. You know, between online, Rotten Tomatoes, maybe you watch the trailer. <laughs> the
2: trailer tells you the whole movie anyway. Oh, it's... If it's a comedy, you know
0: the funny parts already. Hugh Jackman was the best part, of course. Did your parents ever send out like a mole to the movie theater? Because I tried that before, and my parents like actually had one of their neighbors come out. And they waited for the entire movie, and I had left. And, of course, everyone walks out of the movie, and I don't walk out. And it's that awkward thing where you get home, Hey, so I was in the movie, and, you know, do the research. Oh, yeah, it was great. You know, it was a lot of action, a lot of good times. Popcorn was a little expensive. When I was
11: in middle school, we used to go to uh, Rock on Ice. It was this ice skating rink that uh, everybody would go on Friday nights, and they wouldn't even skate. They would, like, pay to get in, and they ended up building a club upstairs just for these people that uh, it ended up being condemned. That actually ended up being a big thing, too. There was one place when I was growing up in
1: Texas. It was a nightclub for high schoolers, and you could like it was a under eighteen night.
2: You know, we had this uh, we had this place too. It was a uh, uh, a complete um, like kids type bar but no drinks of course they just had like uh, sodas there and it was owned by uh these these christian people so Cigarettes. it was all christian rock groups playing there and uh crosses wherever you go and everything but it it was still a club for underage people so everybody would just be there smoking weed and everything in this whole church party
9: uh
1: joe in the
2: 407 what's up joe
9: What's up, guys? Uh, I got a things I wanted to tell you about. Uh, the first things I know about the uh, the little place people hang out by UCF, the mm-hmm. underage kids. Yeah. What it is, there used to be this head there was this nightclub called Headlights out there. Mm-hmm. It was the most ghetto mm-hmm. nightclub in all of Orlando, and the kids that couldn't get in there would just hang out at the Albertsons, which is directly across the street in the parking lot. And okay. they'd also hang out there after the club got out. Oh,
3: all and You right. you'd pretty
9: much go over there any night and see one of the like best like now- Puerto Rican you'll ever see. they really good. Oh, wow. All of them
3: are great. I,
2: I, I Hold on one second. Um uh, yeah. yeah the, I heard that that Albertsons or whatever would kind of turn the lights down in the store and everything at that time of night and everything, kind of making it fun for the underage kids. For the ambiance? Yeah.
9: Every time I was there, it was always after the Albertsons was closed and they'd mm. just be hanging out in the parking lot. There was also a, a Calico Jacks there for a while. It's not, I guess all Calico Jacks went out of business, but. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, the other place that we used to hang out as kids underage um, here was a place called Cuzar. I don't know if you guys had that. Mm-mm. Were you guys great? It was like a laser tag place. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, the laser yeah, tag that huge. The
9: place. Yeah, that was a place. You just get dropped off there, and you tell your parents you're going to be there for five It was right across the street from the uh, Fashion Square Mall, so right, we will cause trouble in the mall.
1: That's a very good one, Joe. Laser. T- I'd love to play laser tag now. Are there any places in town that do laser tag? Napier, you know of one?
11: Um Old Town has a laser tag they have a bunch of stuff like this for like younger kids and
1: stuff who are on 18 you know they have all the fair rides stuff like that I'd love a hideout laser tag night
2: just we all go out we got teams just, I hate laser tag because it never works exactly it always messes up I, while, you didn't shoot me Yes, I did
10: after a while you're like you have your friend saying'm like this thing isn't even working I'm shooting at three feet from you or you
2: just run around with your hand over the plate. Whatever happened to paintball? That fad seemed to kind of go out. No, it's still huge. Uh, there's uh, there's a, a lot of big places out here for paintball.
1: I remember the other big thing too when we were in high school. We'd say we were going bowling, mm-hmm. and we'd just go get trashed, and maybe show up and buy something at the bowling alley to have the receipt, you know. But that was another big thing too. If we're going to get we're going bowling, I remember one time coming back with my buddy. We were so obviously drunk, and his mom was still up, and we weren't planning on it. You're like, yeah i bowled the 140 it was a great night
2: you see i never had and to she, go through that where i had to lie about where i was going and she was just looking at us like <laughs> I, I remember when i was just high off my ass uh and i was over at my friend's house and we said that someone said this really stupid joke and i just started dying laughing and the the mom came up and got in my face and started smelling my breath and everything and found out i was i was high but she was cool <laughs> with it so right. i ended up working out but there's nothing more uncomfortable than being high in front of your friends' parents.
0: Uh yeah, chunks. How bad was it too? Let's see. You had to go out with your mom in your grocery shop, and Ew. you see one of your friends, and like your mom's cart has like vaginal in it or tampons, and the next day at school, you just never hear the end of it. And you got a whole bunch of them in your locker. Uh, John in the three eighty six. What's up, John? Hey,
9: man. We got laser
8: tag up in Daytona. Uh what's it called? What's that?
1: What's the name of it?
8: Uh, It's up at Daytona Lagoon. Okay, Um, It's near uh, Ocean Walk in Daytona. It's like
9: right across the street. All
1: right, see, laser tag is something that I'd love to go do again. It seems like it's a lot. I don't know if you guys didn't like it, but I really had a lot of fun with laser tag. I
0: think after paintball and that got real big kind of in the mid-'90s, I think it just kind of... All
1: right, people are saying there's WonderWorks on iDrive that has pretty good laser tag there as well. I've heard
11: that one's a good
1: 407 916 1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, I know we have these uh, live broadcasts coming up. The live broadcast is going to be at Mako's Tuesday, the 666 party. And one of the big things that we have going on are the various seven deadly sins, games, stunts. Um, you know, ideas. One of the big things is confessing one of your sins for the five hundred dollars in cash. Now we have two of them that are already set up. Uh, unfortunately, last night Jack Napier, intern Milton, lost in his bid for uh, to have the best hurricane preparedness basket. So he has to do the gluttony punishment, and the gluttony punishment is an eating challenge. Uh, you got to eat a hundred deviled eggs in an hour
2: so you have one hour to eat 100
1: and one of the pride punishments for our other intern um over there c lane is because he looks like a big baby and because he ruined the mixtapes with matt Matt, matteo and napier we're going to dress him up in a diaper that's going to be his costume Mm -hmm. but he has to get on a swing the swing out there at mako's and he has to make himself
11: All right, I'm not really mess himself. Not really looking forward to that one. And uh...
1: Napier, are you looking forward to yours, the deviled egg challenge?
11: That's a lot of deviled eggs
1: (laughs) in an hour, too. Do you like deviled eggs? Not really. All right, so this is perfect then.
11: Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I think he's kind of getting off easy, and he's grinning like a little bitch in there. (laughs) I'm getting off easy. Have you done a stunt yet? I'd kind of like to challenge Napier uh, to his gluttony stunt. Okay, so you want to take on Napier in the
1: fact that in the
11: deviled eggs eating thing.
1: All right, so all right, so maybe we should give him a time limit, like, Okay. like fifteen minutes. Whoever can eat the most deviled eggs in fifteen minutes. All right, well, what's the payoff?
11: Uh, if I win, he has to do the pride stunt. What, what do you he's think? He's trying to puss out of it.
2: All well, right, he's going to be uh, jumping in your uh, stunt. All right,
1: you so think ho- you can beat him in deviled egg eating? All right, do you think now? How's your stomach? I mean, do you have a strong? St- a week ago, you're throwing up over milk. It's a lot of milk. Yeah, it was a gallon that you tried to drink in eight <laughs> minutes. And so you ended up throwing up the whole thing. Idiot. Didn't really work out for you. Not really. So C Lane has challenged you. He says he can eat more deviled eggs in fifteen minutes. If he can, then you have to get in the diaper, get on the swing at Mako's and make yourself on the swing. But you said
2: I had originally had an hour to do this. So if well, you can, it's eat. not gonna be it's not gonna be as many now. Yeah. So you have fifteen minutes to eat as many as you can. I was gonna say if uh he can eat as many in 15 minutes as I can in an hour, sure.
1: What? All right, no, no. It's not going
2: to work out that way. You are you are doing the uh, finagling here. This is the bit set up. This you... is what's going to happen.
1: I like the challenge. Obviously, yes, he's trying to get out of the fact that he does not want to make himself on the Mako swing. All right? But this is a chance for you to put C-Lane in his place. C-Lane's obviously the better intern. But you can be the better stunter. So not only can you beat him in the gluttony challenge, you can also make him have to mess himself on that make-up swing in the baby so, outfit. So
2: he's losing double time because we only had him set up to make himself, now he's going to have to uh it, devil legs and And poo-poo. it's
1: it's very funny too in the fact that you wanted to put Tommy in his place. That didn't happen, but now you get to put Tommy's protégé, Sea Lane in his place. What do you think, Napier? I can beat him. Wow. Napier stepping up to the challenge. <laughs> Napier, Team Hefe,
11: has called out Sea lane and said that he could do
1: it. Now, what exactly
11: are deviled eggs? It's uh, it's when you take like a hard-boiled egg and cut it in half, and you empty the yolk out, and the yolk is mixed with like uh, mayonnaise and sometimes mustard stuff like that. Oh,
3: oh, wow.
11: And then what does nutmeg put on it? Is that what you said? Yeah, you sprinkle nutmeg
2: on it sometimes. What's
11: how Why many- nutmeg?
2: I don't know. I don't use nutmeg. What does nutmeg taste like? I don't think I've ever had it. All right. So, how many do you think you could get down in fifteen
11: minutes? I think I could uh, destroy some deviled eggs in fifteen minutes, man.
2: What do you uh, What do you call your shot? Your Babe Ruth here. Uh, <laughs> you really are built like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably 30, 40. Wow. All right. damn dude. In
1: fifteen minutes. Damn.
11: All right, now, twenty-five, thirty. Uh, here's the th- a lot of,
1: here, a lot man- Here's the big thing on this. I think we start the show with the with the gluttony punishment. I like that. Out at Mako's Tuesday for the six 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 live broadcast. Of course, the seven deadly sins here. Whoever loses, then gets dessert of the chocolate xlax. <laughs> then you then it gets to stew, and when you feel it a brewing, you go sit on the swing. Mm-hmm. All right, and your baby outfit to see who's the bigger baby. In your diaper.
2: Oh, Sounds good. Sounds good to me.
1: Napier, how does that sound to you?
2: All right. Have you, either of you guys ever taken X-Lax in large dosages? No. Uh, whips. Oh, the, it, it will destroy your stomach. Can, <laughs> you, you think you're fine for the first hour, and then it starts gurgling. And mixed with those deviled eggs, it's not going to come out pretty. You're not going to be sleeping that Well, it night. never does. Oh, it's going to be even worse than the deviled eggs. It's going to be a yellowish.
1: Oh. Ah. C-Lane, are you, C-Lane's down with this. Napier, what are your thoughts? Do you think you can put him in this place? I mean, you have to do the stunt anyway.
2: I, I mean, definitely think I could beat him. All
1: right, you mean, you, this was something you're going to have to do regardless. And we're letting you off a little bit easier here with only 15 to, minutes of it. Do you think he's trying to get in on your limelight? I, I think this is envy. <sighs> this seems... Now, here's the thing, and I'm wondering, C-Lane, are you a little jealous that Napier is the guy who gets to go out on the street?
2: Is that your sin?
1: Is that the problem? You're envious of him, and in also, in his hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm definitely not envious of his hair.
11: Uh, all right, I'm just wondering what's going on. I mean, I've got gel at home. I could use it if I wanted to, but I just don't.
1: How about this? How about afterwards, with the with the mess diaper and everything, we then get a baby like a baby pool, mm-hmm. and. Fill it full of hair gel and have those two rest.
3: <laughs>
1: God. Whoever spikes first wins. That's rad. <laughs> right. Exactly. Brian in the 321. What's up, Brian?
14: Hey, guys. Love the show.
7: Thanks, bro. Uh, I just want to, you guys are talking about nutmeg
14: and mm-hmm. you brought up something. Uh, i will challenge anybody on the show there to eat two tablespoons of nutmeg and see if they can get it down. Is what, it even-
2: what is nutmeg? I don't get it. What is it? It's a uh, spice. But, uh, and what, what kind of spice is it? Is it like a uh, sweet? I think, uh,
7: I think it's a... Uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like
1: cinnamon, doesn't it? Isn't it cinnamon yeah. that you can't eat a whole tablespoon yeah. of? Like, it's yeah. impossible? I don't know if, if that's... He doesn't even know what it is. I don't even know if he's done it before. All right, so do you guys agree to the challenge, then? Both of you agree.
2: I don't want to wrestle him with the soil diaper.
1: Well, it's, there's a chance it may not have to be you. All right, no wrestling then in the baby. We'll save that for another time. All right, sounds good. The kiddie pool with the hair gel.
2: <laughs>
1: Although it does seem like fun. I don't know why. It's a little hot. Could you imagine how many like gallons of gel it would take?
2: Can you imagine how matted your underhair would be after that? <laughs> <laughs> the showers you would have to take? You'd just be all shimmering like an action figure. <laughs> It's a Hideout, Real Radio
1: 104.1. r 3, the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Open door policy coming up in just a second. All right, I'm getting this from Pins. Do not let anyone eat nutmeg. For real, it's not a good thing. People think it makes you trip, but it really
2: just makes you feel like you want to die and it lasts for about a day. Wow, I didn't know that nutmeg had that effect. They'll probably have a lot of nutmeg on top of their deviled eggs, so they might get that.
1: Again, the live uh, broadcast seven to ten Tuesday. The six 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 party Halloween in June. We're gonna have uh, all gonna have costumes,
2: dubs. Um, if you want to wear a costume, you can. You know, come on out, hang out with us in costume.
1: Do it. I mean, it's you know, y- y- we're giving you Halloween uh, a bonus Halloween essentially, and at Mako's of all places, it's gonna be awesome. Heretic card holders do get a free drink, and Drunky the Bear will be there with his party like a millionaire, Monster millionaire winner. Soft the Hideout documentary filmmakers here, Dubs. Mm-hmm. and uh, here's an update. Your cousin, By curious BJ, was down earlier this year. Hung out for a couple of weeks. We uh, wanted to make. I think he's just a fascinating kid and well worth a film. So Soft donated his time. He's making a documentary
15: that we're going to debut later on in the year. Soft, uh, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, like I said, I've just now got together all the segments of what I'm going to use. Uh, if you want me to go ahead and list them off, yeah. Give me a little um, update on what you're going to use for all right bike here. We BJ. Are, we're going to have the gas protest. Nice. We're going to have uh, was it Operation Orlando with the uh, the high da- operation I mean, occupy Orlando o- occupy Orlando when we went over to Best Buy. Um, we're going to talk about his drinking problem. Okay. Uh, Dancers Royale. Oh boy. Ugh. The pop rocks. St- we love the place. Just what happened there yeah. with BJ
1: was uh, very uncomfortable.
15: the uh, The pop rock stunt was great. Yeah. Uh, the wrestling match was good. And then we're going to finish up with a big finale with uh, Earth Day Birthday, with that whole thing. We went out to the crowd. Right.
2: Actually, that was basically his last night in
15: town. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and the Hard Rock Live incident, <laughs> which is amazing, I must say. The footage footages. Oh, how, man. many, how long do you think the documentary will be? Well, I, I, I counted up the total footage. I have 17 hours of footage. Mm. And it's probably gonna end up about 40 minutes to an hour, depending. Perfect. on What what y'all want? So. Yeah,
1: no, that is great. I I want it to be. I do not care how long it is. I just want it to be nonstop action. No, most definitely. You know, yeah. badass. I don't want to feel like we need to draw it out at all.
2: No, yeah, just uh, if you feel like uh, 40 minutes is the strongest way to do it, 40 minutes of this. If it, you can do an hour, action packed. An hour is great.
1: Yeah, but shoot for four hours. Keith in the th- <laughs> in the uh,
2: 386.
1: What's up, Keith? Hey man, what's going on?
14: What you got? You can't put nutmeg on deviled eggs, man. You got to put paprika on deviled eggs.
2: Paprika now. That's what we're getting. Yeah. That well, sounds thanks. about right. Actually. You
14: know, nutmegs for cookies, bro.
2: Yeah, I I, I thought nutmeg was for something like I just, uh, sweet. I, but,
1: I always thought it too right. was for uh, eggnog. That's
2: what that's what you put in. But I I've never had uh, deviled eggs before, so. I was taking uh, you guys' word for it. The nutmeg was the way to go.
10: Yeah, I'm certainly not into it. Boy, who thinks these recipes up? I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: let's uh, let's take some uh, some egg yolks. Well, here's make a, some.
1: I guarantee here's how it happened. I guarantee it was something born out of being hungry and not have much going on in the refrigerator. True. I mean, yeah. You Eggs know. are cheap. So is mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, mustard, and you know, you sprinkle on some sort of a. Spice, yeah. And there you go. All of a sudden, you have a quote unquote delicatessen. You know? A nice finger food. Mm. Now, the fact that these boys are going to try to eat as many as they can in 15 minutes, the loser takes X lax, puts on a diaper, and gets on the swing at Mako's. Hey, they said at Mako's anything goes. <laughs> We're really going to push the limits of that.
2: We'll see if uh,
1: if it holds true. The other idea that I have for lust as far as the seven deadly sins go is getting three pairs of hot chicks, which isn't going to be a problem at Mako's. No. And we do a hickey contest. Each of them has to give a hickey to their
2: partner. Oh. Uh,
1: and whoever does the best. I
2: was, I was hoping my bacon strip.
1: Wins a prize. Or some drink tickets or something like that, and I think that will fulfill the lust. We got some ideas already for wrath. We got some ideas. The greed one's going to be fun, and that is where we're going to get dubs. You had a great idea: fifty one hundred dollar bills mm-hmm. and one. 50- <laughs> no, fifty one dollar
2: bills, not fifty one hundred.
1: Sorry, fifty one dollar bills <laughs> and one fifty dollar bill, totaling a hundred dollars. And we're going to use the air cannons that they have at Mako's and spray it out to the crowd and just see exactly how greedy people can get. We're trying to get cash flowing out of the air.
2: Most of them will be ones, but there will be a 50 in there. Grab for it. And just
1: just seeing human nature at its best. <laughs> One of my favorite things that I always thought I'd be really good at when it came to a contest is you know how sometimes they've had those tubes? Those tubes that you stand in. And they have all the dollar bills on the ground. Then they kick it up and the air flows up and you got to grab as many dollars as you can flying mm. through the air.
10: Everyone always says that, and then they answer it and they come
2: out with like twenty bucks.
10: Yeah, yeah. you
1: come out with twenty dollars. I would be fascinated to see who gets the most money out. I'm obviously, the fifty dollar bill holder is going to get a lot.
2: Yeah, but whoever can grab the most bills actually. I will know be already. It's EJ from the U. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the <laughs> former tight end from the University of Miami, I'm sure will be knocking. Will be his down in
2: a three point stance, running everybody hey, over. Hey
10: Dork, you got some bills there. No, you don't. <laughs> Just beating his ass and taking it away. How about Wrath is watching Matt Albert walk down the steps on his ankle? Yeah, Matt twisted
1: his ankle last night. In the middle of the
10: night.
4: <laughs> um. Walking <laughs> down steps. Shut up. It's hard work, <laughs> cramps. Pop <laughs> pop. I wish I could have seen that. Stop. That's exactly what it sounded like, too.
10: Oh. Oh, okay. I would pay to see that. Yeah, I know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it sounds like it's just going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be Tuesday night, June 6, 2006, the Hideout Mako 666 live broadcast. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout, open door policy in just moments.
2: 888-978-1041, and star one zero four one if you have a singular wireless phone.
1: All right, so here's what's going on. I don't mm. know what we want to do. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of ideas.
10: <laughs> I have a rope and a knife. I got a bat.
1: So
2: I've got a penis. No, it's
1: the open door policy here. In about fifteen minutes. All together, we got a good time. <laughs> what happened? Anything going? On? All right. So. <clears throat>
2: What's going on back there?
1: Oh, they leave? No. Okay. Okay. Can they hear? I don't think they can hear us back there. Can they hear us back there? No, they can't hear us. Okay, so open door policy here in about Mm fifteen minutes. (laughs) All the heretics are here. Well, four really skanky hookerish
2: yeah heroin skanks
1: uh, chicks came up here, Mm -hmm. and apparently they think they're supposed to be going over to Jack FM. They are at the wrong station. So they're in the green room right now with all the heretics, and I'm wondering, I mean, there's so much that we can do. Mm -hmm. We could bring them in and we could berate them for being stupid stupid enough to listen to that show and then show up at the wrong radio station. I mean,
2: if they are stupid enough to listen to that show, they are stupid enough to show up. So,
1: Part of me wants to turn the heretics loose on them.
2: (laughs) That's dangerous.
1: And see what the heretics can come up with. Part of me feels really bad for the girls and them not knowing what's going on and just saying, um, we've accidentally caught some fish, but maybe we should go ahead and let them go.
2: Just like it's a pro bass Tour.
1: Yeah, and just because I, I I worry that things could get really out of control.
2: Real messy really quick, which I like.
1: One particular Jodie Foster movie comes to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hide the pinball machine. No. So... That's
4: what the counter's for.
1: Check a bang, <laughs> check, check a Check <laughs> pay.
10: Check a, bang, check a, bang, check a, bang, check
1: a So there's all kinds of things that we could do. We need to kind of decide now, though, what angle we want to run with this. Or we could play the bit of where those two radio hacks... Do you want to? Yeah, bring them in. I will oh, play. Whole, whole, whole. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Let's do it during the open door. Let's give it a second. Okay. So we could. Uh, here's the problem, though. Is I've never. I mean, I've maybe heard about three minutes of the show. You know so. what?
2: You know what we have to do. I've. Uh, yeah, I've only listened uh, very, very seldomly, and uh, uh, what I hear is really fake radio voices and them talking about them getting threatened to be fired over and over again, just to fool you into thinking they're on the edge.
1: Right. That so. false sense of hey, something cool's
2: going on, <laughs> something out of control, or wacky and crazy. Here's the honest part about it you will probably get fired because you suck, not because he did something crazy and edgy. They left? What happened? How did they leave? Why? Go see
1: what happened, Chunks.
2: Get did the heretics the scare him off? Pull them back. You chunks. guys shouldn't have put him in with them. Well, we had to, where are we going to put them? Somewhere.
1: Trunk. <laughs> they're already in hell if they're listening <laughs> to that show. Yeah, the can getting get any worse. Jesus. Damn it, that could have been a lot of fun.
2: We just, I tried to rush them in.
1: We needed to be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> I'm telling you, just a cup, like four just skanky, underage-looking chicks, too. I'm
2: sure they were. I'm talking girls who are looking forward to... Uh, and I'm sure, I, I'm i just speculating here that probably when they get over there, something very dirty is going to happen. I'm just thinking,
1: like, these are girls who are looking forward to next year because they won't have first period. They'll be,
2: no, they'll be, playing, with, uh, they'll be playing Houdini with their fingers.
1: <laughs> right. What happened, Chunks? Give me an update. You swarmy bastard, and I'm putting the blame on you.
2: Yeah.
1: Why?
0: What did I do? You left him alone. <laughs> With the heretics.
2: You have to be there to uh, keep
0: them on point. Well, at first I couldn't go in. Because you had your hideout t I had my on. hideout, and there's one back there. And I think a certain not-hefe is what everyone's oh. saying. Scare them off.
2: Not-hefe, get in here great and narrow. <sighs> he can't hear you. I'll go, <laughs> go get him.
0: Well, hold We're about to break and go to the open door anyway. But, um... I think when they did the whole ID thing, anyway, uh, someone didn't have their ID. So someone
1: probably isn't even old enough to have an
0: ID. Mm. And
1: then heading over to hang out with
2: the quote-unquote night, quote-unquote show. I've heard people in radio are notorious for that kind of stuff. Over at Jack FM, huh? Hmm,
1: that's in the little interesting tidbit of information. (laughs) Some possibly underage girls going to hang up at a uh, hangout.
2: At a radio station? Hmm.
1: That plays Incubus and Weezer over and over again?
2: I'm sure that's not the first time. I think they played Earth, Wind, and Fire, too,
1: didn't they? That's the pedophile. Wow. All right. Well, Well, they looked not of age to me. I was very leery. And... Hmm. You always know what goes on in those alternative... uh... We've been
2: there.
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's hard for us to judge.
1: I was
2: nineteen at the time.
1: Yeah, so you're okay. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's hmm, that's an interesting tidbit of information then that some underage girls are going to hang out at a
2: radio station. Yeah, dude. a little factoid this is about a- what's going on over there.
1: Over at Jack FM. A tidbit. Hmm. To catch a predator on 105.9.
2: <laughs> I'm sure
1: Chris Hansen will be over there soon. What was going to happen here? I guess the thing was... Bad were, radio? Are you enjoying it's these... touching Are you enjoying these cookies with your fake radio voices? <laughs> I guess, too, there was a oh, lot I'm, of... Oh, off- I'm loving the cookies, man. Oh,
11: the cookies are great. We're about to get fired, cookies!
0: <laughs> the usual underage response, hey how, oh, you know, I just Faggot. turned 18, you know, I don't have my license, my new license yet, and oh. yeah, trying the array of various excuses to try and get away with it. Hmm... That stinks, man. I wonder if
1: one of them is going to use a bottle on one of them. On. <laughs> oh, you heard that rumor, too. Yeah. Apparently, ah. apparently one of those, quote-unquote... Bottle guy in the morning?
2: Oh, in the evening.
10: Oh, I've heard the other stuff about oh. mornings. Hmm. Well, what,
2: what's with the bottle? I want to know. What do you think? I, I want to know who?
1: Bottleguy.com. <laughs> apparently there's a rumor that we've uh, been told about a couple of times.
10: <laughs> and uh, apparently there's... Maybe photographic evidence of certain people in the morning doing certain,
1: certain things. things with certain women
10: that... At a certain parts, time? Parts that women don't have.
1: Ooh. Huh? 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 Well, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just enough to keep you guessing. Really? Yeah.
0: Yes? <laughs> oh.
3: Divine dish! Actually, <laughs> <so much. laughs>
1: All right, well, you have fun with that. I'd just like to direct the Orlando Police Department. There could be something shady going on across the street.
2: You might want to check that out.
1: Mm. If they had IDs. <laughs> if they had IDs.
0: It's in the car, I swear. Mm, My car's right. real dirty. can couldn't find it.
1: Sugar past us, too. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, and the hair are here. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hep and Dubs. Seems like we're in good mood tonight. Hour four on this Friday night, a week before the 666 live broadcast um, at Mako's, where anything goes. It is Halloween in June, and uh, we got a lot of the, uh, the favorite heretics here. First of all, I would like to start off with a real big congratulations to Bong Swap Matt and Cover the Sun. Heretic band that moved on Bonswatt. Tell us what happened out at the back booth on uh, on Sunday night. What did you guys have go on out there?
13: Well, it was a really good show and uh, the uh, Emergenza Festival, right? Yeah, Emergenza Festival, and uh, it was a semi final round. And um, last year's winner, who just got back from Germany, Echo Valve, played out there with us, and it was like. Seven great bands, a good time, but we managed to advance to the finals. I right, wow. so,
1: wow, cover the sun, made it to the finals. I told you, when you guys played, when we were out at in Melbourne at the Metro, I said, I sat there and I watched you guys, I thought you guys were really, really good. I mean, not Thank just you. because, you know, you're king of the heretics, but I think you had a really good band. So what's next for you
13: guys? Well, this is the final round. It's 11 bands that have all advanced out of, like, 222 or something. Right. And uh, the one finalist from uh, Jacksonville. The winner of that, which it's a panel of judges, so it's really on your merit. Right. But the winner of that goes to Germany and then a U.S. tour, a whole bunch of stuff. Wow.
1: Wow. Dude, so you guys are in the top 11. That is awesome. Cover the sun. Bassist, bong swat, Matt, cover the sun. So we'll all be there. Is it a Saturday night?
13: Saturday uh, 17th. All right, where is it? Um, this one's going to be a Firestone, and I mean, you know. Eh. All right, tell me about Firestone. I don't really well, know. It's traditionally mow a few nights a week, but. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's Mo. a really cool place to work. Then it's the perfect place for the hind. Exactly.
1: Uh, that is a place. We're,
3: here. We're, in we're, don't
0: mess with us.
1: we're in fact, I tell you what, we're going to show up in full attire. We're going to be there in belly shirts and oh, yes. thongs, cheering on Cover the Sun. Uh, Matt will be leading the way. There's no doubt about that. Well, very cool for you, Misfit. uh, Actually, Bonk Swap, Matt. I've got the mats mixed up, but uh, Bonk Swap, Matt, I'm very happy for you, bro. That is very outstanding, and uh, best of luck to you. Now, I figured tonight we're going to have kind of a low-key open-door policy sponsored by Taco Bell. Vouchers for the hair ticks, Taco Bell. The bell is open late, 1 a.m. or later. Um... Here's the thing. We're going to do hideout go tonight with the Heretics because we are saving all of the craziness for the 666 party coming up Tuesday at Mako's. Uh, Obviously, I expect everyone to be there. Uh, The Heretics 666 night. It is your night. It is our night. It is Halloween in June. Uh, Misfit Matt, I don't care if you have to work the next day at 6 a.m. Doesn't matter. Don't punk out. 5 a.m. Uh, that's the night you pull an all-nighter. All right. And happy that's birthday, a, by the way. That's the night you stay up with Jaeger bombs because they're only
2: uh, five
10: bucks. You don't have to thank me that it was your birthday. Happy birthday, misfit. Ha- ha- happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday.
2: birthday,
10: misfit. You. Why
2: why don't have a sing-along for him? And a yeah. Happy birthday. Yes.
10: We'll do it during the commercial break.
1: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I don't know if I want to sing Happy Birthday on the radio. Why
10: not? Um, that all right. Albert goes first in the spankings. Dubs, how about a, a, some
1: scary music? Oh, I didn't think about spankings. Spankings actually would be a very good idea. All right, don't ball your fist at me. I'm not interested in that. Matt, how, uh, I'm sorry, Dubs, how about some nice scary music? Matt's on the mind. I got three of them sitting right here uh, with an arm's length for Hideout. Is my instant replay not on? Go! There we go. It's still not on. Turn my instant replay on. Um, so we're going to play Hideout Go tonight. And I figure we roll with the scary edition of it. Hideout goes a game in which we all gather around, as if you know, we're all drinking, hanging out, a bunch of buddies, and we pick somebody and we give a statement and you guys are a question and you have to answer it right off the bat. Those of you listening, uh, obviously feel free to hop in if you have your own question you want to throw out.
2: Whoever the question is directed to, you have no time to think. Just throw out the first thing on your mind. The fun part of it is going immediately
1: with what's off the top of your head and then all of us arguing and telling you you suck. Uh, because you had no time to think about it. All right, here we go. Let's see if this works. Go! All right, there we go. It is working now. Hideout, go. Since it is his birthday, birthday boy always gets to go first.
10: Happy, Happy birthday, Misfit Day. Matt.
1: Misfit Matt. Birthday. Of the land. It is the I, I land, right? Deltona. Misfit Matt of Deltona. All right, here we go. Hideout, go. Best horror movie character. Go! Pinhead? Yeah. yeah. Alright, Pinhead. Alright, now I gotta think about it as far as where Pinhead would rank as far as the great. I honestly believe the best horror movie character of all time is Leatherface. Leatherface is good. He's Oh, here's why. Here's why. Because he's, he's a retard. He's retarded. Yeah, retard killers is, are great. He is retarded, he runs around with a great killing weapon and a chainsaw, and he wears other people's skin. I don't know how it gets much better better than
4: the Leatherface. Yeah, Matt Albert. I go with Jason because he's retarded, but he doesn't have help of an entire town and his family backing mm. him up. He's just got him and his tard strength.
1: Here's, exactly. a, here's the problem with Jason though. Uh, Jason is too cartoonish. Uh, it's
4: not. I, it's Leatherface. He's running around with the chainsaw with leather on his face. But it's
5: it's very cartoonish. Actually, it, it's uh, other people's faces on his face. But
1: yeah, not be. Hefe and hideout. Go.
5: I uh, would normally agree with um, Matt Albert, but um, as far as style goes, as far as killing, Freddy Krueger. Freddy is more cartoony.
1: Yeah, I think...
5: How about, how about Chucky? If
2: we're going to go cartoony.
1: If we're, yeah, or, or why don't you start throwing out Leprechaun?
2: Leprechaun was great. The first one was awesome. Nah,
1: I'm not interested
2: in that. Leprechaun could...
1: Uh,
10: Leprechaun uh, in space? Wasn't Jennifer Aniston in the first Leprechaun? Yeah.
1: I believe so. Yes, in fact, she was. All right, we're playing hideout. Was Meredith
2: baxter Bernie? Go! <laughs>
1: All right, anybody, uh, Dubs, you got a hideout go?
2: Uh, sure. We'll uh, direct this one, I say, at Tommy this time. All right, Amy. Tommy
1: Bateman here, hideout go.
2: Just because he doesn't like them. Best horror movie. Go! Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know.
1: All oh, right, that's weak. The original, uh, which one?
10: Three, because the nurse that got naked in it was really hot. True.
1: Any boy, Anybody got, want to disagree with that? Bless the big hands. What do you got as far as best
11: horror movie? Candyman.
1: No. I, no. I'll give it to you. I, I liked the Candyman. Why you just throw out uh, Joyride? I think Candyman's a Candy, good one. cane. cane, cane. Wasn't, wasn't the big thing about him um, that he was always like bees? Didn't he get eaten by bees or something? Mm-hmm. And he was one of the very first, I guess,
2: black um, horror. Did anybody like Shocker? Shocker was great. What was the deal with Shocker? Shocker, he was uh, electrocuted in the electric chair. He was a murderer, and uh, then he was just traveling through electrically into other people's bodies.
13: Misfit Matt. And the best part about that, no matter whose body he took, he always had the limp. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I actually do remember Shocker now that I go back and I take a look at it. Sleepaway Camp, another great one. EJ from the U, what's up? And he always sang,
12: time is on my side. I forgot. Yes, is.
1: I, I, the more oh, I wait, think wait, about it, enough. the more I think about it, the more that I do like Shocker. Mm-hmm. All right, 407-916-1041, star star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, I'm going to point this one, this next hideout go, to the person I would actually like to see this happen to. Uh, not Hefe. <laughs> Here we go. You ready?
5: Figures.
11: Not Hefe. Don't be racist.
1: Yeah, please. We got a couple in the room. Uh, <laughs> not Hefe. Worst way to die. Go!
11: Drowning.
2: I think we did this one him before. Yeah, we did do this
11: Did one. we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we
2: did it last week, or two weeks ago.
0: Damn it. I
2: you just, just want to make yeah, sure. Why just to refresh our memory on it. Reinstill it. Yeah. It d- that seed.
1: Yeah, Napier.
2: What about falling and, like, breaking your
1: neck and becoming paralyzed and being eaten by, like, a bunch of, like, red ants? Shut up. That's What's wrong car. with you?
5: I hate you. Shut up!
3: Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
13: Radio
5: roadblock. Radio roadblock. <laughs> How about this? How about that you stunt stunned at Makos? <laughs> How about
1: we take you up top, we push you off the church street, and we just get a whole bunch of ants from chick fil A's John's uh, ranch and just pour them all over you. after with lo- a crutch. After you lose the devil's eggs uh, gluttony punishment, and you have to make yourself, mess yourself on the mako swing. I hope it's you now just for that.
5: Helmet of pain. Radio Roadblock. We'll
1: take a quick break, come back. More of Hideout Go next in the Hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Friday night, the Hideout Heritage are here. It's Road Radio 104.1. Open Door Policy, brought to you by Taco Bell, providing vouchers for the heretics. Taco Bell, open late, get other crunchy, spicy, cheesy, good stuff in the wee hours, the fourth meal with Taco Bell, J-Dubs. I'm having a little conversation with these couple of asses. Who? EJ from the U and Bonk SWAT Matt, telling me about how the Mavericks are good taken down in five if they make it to the NBA Finals. Dickheads, Whatever. <laughs> can you not get... And Bong Swat, who's convinced the Mavs are going to go out against the Spurs, owes me $5 We're going double or nothing. If the Mavericks happen to move on to play the Heat, and it looks like the Heat are going to go to the NBA Finals. I'll tell you this. Mavs have home court advantage. We can slow down, down uh, uh, Shaq. Mavs in six. If they advance past the
2: Suns. Mavs in six. What are you going to put on it? I already got a five spot. <laughs> yeah, that that makes up for Look, This is your team. You should uh, have a little confidence in them and put something online here. Here's
1: one of the things about it, though. It's very tough betting on your team. Why? Because if you lose... You lose double, yeah. Yeah, then you have to like shell out money. Like, Dubs, as much as I think you're a moron, mm-hmm. I also respect you. Because of the tattoos that you have, the football tattoos that you made in various bets on your Detroit Lions. Uh, How you ended up betting, you know, I guess the last one was the Tampa Bay Bucks against Mm -hmm. Fezzi from uh, the Rana Fez show on XM202. And you lost, the Lions lost against the Bucks, so you had to get Bucko Bruce tattooed on your ass. My bum bum. And so, like, having your team lose Mm -hmm. and then having to pay out on top of that. Is just one of the worst things.
2: And I've, I've even had a chance to get out of a couple of my tattoos, and my bet's a bet, so I, I got them anyway.
1: By the way, real quick on this. Uh, last night, I hate the crew that's calling the games on TNT. Yeah? They're just awful. Uh, the, especially, there are a couple of homers. Steve Kerr played for the Spurs, part owner of the Suns. Just
2: <laughs> he's so, calling the Suns game. Yeah, just so, part owner.
1: just so biased. Charles Barkley, whom I love, but for some reason he hates the Mavericks, and he's a former son. And just continuously, the Mavs never are good enough to win. They just got a couple of calls that went their way. And then when the Suns win, it's, oh, they figured it out, and they're the greatest running offense, this, that, and the other. That I always, hate
3: that.
2: That puts me off, period, when someone uh, when someone wins one game, and they say, all right, they, they've got it going now, and they're going to go the whole way.
1: My chick in the other room can attest to this, and I feel stupid for admitting it. Last night, when I was watching on TiVo, the game, mm-hmm. I was so pissed at the announcers in the second half, especially when the Mavs went down by seven. (laughs) We're in the living room. And I turned down the game. Mm -hmm. All the way completely silent. I mute it. Mm -hmm. And I'm making the two of us sit there in silence (laughs) watching the game. Because I'm just so pissed at the announcers. And then I'm yelling at her, don't double-team! Don't double-team. So
2: you're calling the game yeah. instead.
1: Essentially, I'm doing the play-by-play and the color analysis. What does double-team mean? Think about it. Come on. <laughs> go get me a
2: popsicle. So, you're a child. I you know. You really are. I really am. Just yelling at the TV and wanting a popsicle.
10: And then you push Matt Albert down the steps. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then she's like, oh, I'll just
1: go get on the computer.
10: <laughs>
1: Good. Beat it. And then, obviously, they end up winning. And when it looks like they're going to win, I turn the volume back up. But, um, all right, let's get back to Hideout. Go! Go! All right, here we go. We're doing a scary edition because we are broadcasting live coming up Tuesday. That's why it's a little bit more of a laid-back open door. We're saving all the big cents. I do want to go around the room. Any of you guys going to participate for the $500 in the, in the confessing the... One of your seven deadly sins. I look around. Five hundred
2: dollars on the line. Now uh, we got big hands.
1: I put this Putting big meat fist in the air. You are gonna hop in on one of these. All right, that's exciting. Now here's the way the here's the way the contest is gonna work. Obviously you have the seven deadly sins, and so you get to pick which one you want to admit or confess to. So I mean it could be envy, it could be pride, it could be greed. You know there are all kinds of good stories, but I think one of the one of the best ones, more than likely, is going to be a lust.
2: Oh, of course.
1: That's where the that's where the fun ones always come out. And there will be a panel of judges. It's $500, guys. And then the other fun thing, too, that we're doing out at Mako's on Tuesday night with money is we're going to get $100, $51 bills, and one dollars bill. And we're going to, uh, you know, the air cannons that we have, that they have mm-hmm. out at Mako's, we're going to shoot the money out into the crowd and just watch the riot begin essentially like it's dawn of the dead and it's a bunch of zombies and you're just spewing brains out there and just watching everybody go at it i know ej from the u are you actually gonna and by the way it's a costume party too don't forget about that it's halloween in june wear your costumes it's 18 and up Uh, even if you have to work the next day i mean you come hang out for a couple hours and make it home in time to go to bed ej from the u you always wear your Miami jersey. Are you coming out in full pads? Are you going to dress out uh, for the Girdle part? Girdle and all. I dare you to dress out. You want me to? I, yeah, I, I have the Captain Spaulding mask as well. I think you should be uh, EJ from the U, Captain Spaulding, in your Miami uniform. I have.
11: The, I still have the
1: helmet, though. I'm sure you have the helmet. And so the you th- wear the
0: helmet on top of the Captain Spaulding mask? And the thigh
1: pads. I can see I, it Because I will run over people Do you have for a hundred bucks. Shoulder, shoulder pads, pads and
2: everything?
0: I don't know have the shoulder pads, but I probably can get them.
1: All right, so that is going on Tuesday, J. Mm-hmm. Um Here's the thing, though: play as if you're a starter and dress like Shocky. That would You want a winner. <laughs> Put a Shocky jersey. We don't want a bench warmer.
12: Uh... <laughs> Damn! <laughs>
11: oh, that is why the Mavs are losing in five.
1: <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we'll take this one to because uh, he could use this one for me. All right, E. J. from the uh, E. J. from the U. Your preferred method of committing murder? Go!
11: definitely stabbing (laughs) slow painful probably in the stomach so they slowly die so
1: they're slowly dying out yeah uh tommy bateman i know we had run this one before and you have one specific really demented way that you'd like to see it go down
10: no my favorite way would just be beating someone to death over a long period of days or hours so would you tie them up and have them shackled and chained, or...? In the beginning, then I would let them go, and then I'd chase them down and then, you know, snap the other leg and then let them try to crawl away and then kick him in the face a few times and wake him up and then start beating him in the back of the head and then stomp on him and mm-hmm. kick him in the stomach a few that times. That
2: qualifies as wrath. There is something about uh, doing it with your bare hands instead of, like, a knife. Maybe, like, you know, grabbing the throat and just tearing at it until you get it open. Is that even possible? I'm sure.
1: I do remember hearing the story of the one lady who literally, with bare hands, ripped off her boyfriend's nads. I didn't think that was physically possible. I I thought there was, like, some sort of protection there that would keep that from happening. Uh, Yes, Celine.
11: I'd want to throw him in that uh, Starlock pit from Star Wars where it takes him a thousand years to die. And they just sit there and suffer forever. Go away, nerd. (laughs) Yes.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Matt Albert. I'd shoot him in the kneecaps and elbows. Just let him bleed out.
10: If I was going to kill Matt, I'd tell him, hey, I'm at the bottom of the stairs. Come get me. <laughs> Watch him fall the ramps. yeah, Yeah, uh,
4: Lester Big Hands. I don't know if anyone saw the movie The Incubus. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's where this guy had a member that was like a demon and would eat
1: the
12: <laughs> oh, inside I've seen out. That.
4: Yes. Oh. Great movie. That's how I would kill
12: him.
1: All right. <laughs> letting us in on a secret about your uh, nether region. All right, here we go. Kind of along the same lines, and I'll roll this one. But I know Tommy Bateman likes to beat people to death.
2: Smartest murder weapon. Go hands. Why is it smartest? I would uh, I would think kind of uh, leave a trace. It would leave traces to you.
10: How? Um, either scars on your hands or no, uh, like you can. Well, I guess brass knuckles then.
2: I say someone else's shoe.
10: You can't beat
1: somebody to death with a shoe. What are you, nine-year-old woman? Yes, uh, Napier.
5: Icicle. Radio roadblock. <laughs> I,
11: did you say icicle?
5: Stab him with it.
11: And then it melts and you don't have a murder it's weapon. It's a Christmas story all over again. <laughs> so you would
1: literally stab somebody with an icicle. And he knocks in a in Florida, right
2: douchebag. Yeah. How are you going to get an icicle? Hold on a second. Radio roadblock.
1: Uh, go ahead, Lester, big hands.
2: O.J. <laughs>
3: all right.
1: <laughs> that is a good way to get... Hire him out. Right. I just <laughs> Exactly. Uh, he needs the money. All right, well, there it is. A little addition to Hideout Go. Now, Dubs, we do have a couple more things we wanted to get to. Yeah,
2: some more <laughs> very douche-chill type things.
1: First, though, it was Miss Matt's birthday, and uh, the massage therapist Kat, it is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Cat! too. I think maybe spankings are in order. Yeah. They spank each other? <laughs> I do like the idea of them spanking each other. Or Kat and Kimmy. Getting all over it and spanking each other um, another thing we wanted to do too is we still have yet to play the final air check from the mixtapes <sighs> with Jack Napier c Lane and miss F- uh, I'm sorry mad uh, <laughs> Matt Matteo how many <laughs> too mats many, many ma- I mean there are like four or five mats here in the hideout Not true Not I true. I would like to also play that for the heretics and Napier for him to sit in his shame. <laughs> And then hopefully him sitting in his own mess out at Mako's on the swing.
2: I'm really pulling for that.
1: So we'll take a break and come back and just see how uh, how awful the trilogy of boring
3: <laughs>
1: vomit, tears, and diarrhea, otherwise known as Mad Matt Mateo, C-Lane, and Napier really were. It's a hideout Roll radio with a 4.1. Friday night open door policy. The hideout opens up the doors, and the heretics come up and hang out. It's real radio 104.1 Half Payne Dubs. All right, I got this about Monday night's mixtape. What about it? Um, spontaneous says all the heretics. This <laughs> I can't even read it on the air because we named the trilogy of boring and. Mad, Matt Matteo and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Napier uh, vomit, tears, and diarrhea. A heretic online would like for the heretics to uh, do all of that to the interns and see if there's a possible... because it was so douche chill. If we could do that to the interns because uh, it was that bad. I do want to play that clip here in a second. <sighs> but also too, mm-hmm. I do want to give a little update on... Um, I guess it was a couple of weeks. We had Irrational in, and Matt Albert was supposed to go and introduce Irrational in a thong and, a, like, a baby tee. Uh, for extenuating circumstances, he wasn't able to. But he had said that he had a date. Uh, yes, he did. That night. Mm-hmm. Which was inconceivable. and as You t- talked to her on the air. As it turns out, he said it was Rachel Pawlowski. Brawlowski. Brawlowski. Brawlowski, she's what? She's Polish. And we got her on the air, and... <laughs> It was uh, it was our old intern, Sid. Oh, well,
4: yes. Allegedly.
1: Uh, no, it was. Uh, I remember that character from D.C. <laughs> but as it turns out, last night... Um, <laughs> so, the show ends... I heard a bit... <sighs> yeah, I think I heard the side, too. Last night, the show ends, <laughs> and Mr. Matt Albert comes up. Matthew. Uh, how do you get to the movie theater? And I'm, I'm like, what? What do you mean? How do you get to the movie
0: theater? Uh, which way do you turn?
1: Um, <laughs> we've only been here you know, for a year plus. I think you know where the AMC 18 and Altamont Mall uh, would be. So um, I'm like, well, you just go up, you know, and you take a right, and it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's right there next to the mall. Okay.
2: So- what side is it on, though? Uh, so, Left or right? What, I don't have any good skills. So, why are you doing an impression of yourself, Matt? Because I do it well. <laughs> so, six foot five,
1: 500 pound, 21 year old black virgin, I'm like, oh, I don't know why the movies just can't come to me. Show <laughs> <laughs> so like, one on you. So, like, um, so I was, why are you you going to the movies?
4: Yeah. <laughs> what, I hate this impression. <laughs> what, God, like, I hate it.
2: It's, it's true. It's, it's so dead on.
4: It's just, yeah.
1: What are you going to see? X Man. You're obviously not going alone. Uh. <laughs> yeah i am
3: <laughs>
1: i'm going to the 11:30 showing i'm like oh okay all right well cool well you know you go up here so we're walking out and i figure i'm not going to push the issue however i'm pretty positive i've heard matt talking to somebody on the phone i would yeah. seriously
4: bang a care bear oh uh,
1: <laughs> you
3: know
1: at, at, at one point so anyway, I finally, I'm like, dude, come on. We won't talk about it on the air.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks, ass. Where are you going?
11: <laughs> I got I got a date. Uh, I'm going to the movies with a girl. I didn't say date. I said I'm
4: just going out. <laughs> just going out for a movie.
1: And Dubs goes, Dubs. by the way, Dubs goes, you know it's already going to get talked about on the air. Just, just tell us what you're doing. Yeah. He told the truth, at
2: least. Mm-hmm. Someone didn't lie. What? Oh, I said it'll definitely get brought up on the air. Might as well tell us now. So, Jeez. I guess last night, Matt, you went
1: out uh, on a date.
2: Uh, meeting of friends.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys were going to go see the 11:30 X Men. How was the movie?
4: Didn't get to go see the movie.
1: Oh, by the way, he oh. did. He did call me once. He mm-hmm. called me at like 11:20. Oh, which way do you turn? <laughs> uh, is it is it past the
10: Chili's? Um, <laughs> Jesus, Matt. I'm terrible with directions. Terrible with everything. Walking down steps. Shut up! How was X-Men 3? Didn't get to go
4: see it.
1: Why not? Yeah. Why not, Matt?
4: Because we got the schedule wrong, and that was for today, not yesterday.
1: How stupid are you? Uh, Very. (laughs) When it says Friday, uh, that means you don't show up uh, Thursday night at 1130.
2: I want to get in line.
1: (laughs) Can we just camp out here? (laughs) So what did you end up doing, Matt? And who's the lovely young lady?
4: I can't remember. Can't remember her name. And Dave. Uh, and uh, are you in love? Anyway, we went to Steak and Shake, and uh, <laughs> shocker, we ended up in a food place, and uh, we just talked.
3: Right, that's we, a,
1: that. Now, when you're a big guy, that's a really smart thing to do. Go eat fast food. I think that's something really. What'd you have to eat on your date? I had a uh, spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, so that's good. At least you can go actually, with the uh, triple cheeseburger. He actually
10: spent money, though. That's surprising. He
1: did did, you be, uh, you must on. be in love. Can, can I get a, some water? That's a good thing.
10: It's free here, right?
1: Water's
4: free. <laughs> did you go Did you go Dutch, or did you pay for both? I we went Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: had to ask. I'm not
4: going to miss your money back over here. <laughs> so you went on a date and went Dutch? It wasn't a date. It was a meeting of friends. Okay, so... No! All right, what did you and your
1: friend do? But after steak, how long were you at Steak and Shake, and what was the conversation like? A couple
4: of hours, talked about a little bit of everything.
1: What was some of the conversation? Oh, a little bit of
2: everything. That includes sex.
4: High school, didn't talk about that. Talked about high school, uh, things we're
2: into, music. Fallout Boy, Linkin Park. When you guys talk about uh, things you're into, did you say you?
4: I like little boys and little <laughs> girls.
2: <laughs> no,
4: I didn't. And what happened after dinner? Uh, went back to her place. Whoa! Oh.
3: Hot, Hot and I heavy! Right. Hot
4: this and heavy! Like, this is like Ricky Lake for Christ's sake. <laughs> I can't move she... my mouth around this whatsoever. <laughs> was she white? Yeah. Alright, uh... oh, it is Ricky Lake then. Wow.
1: <laughs> so, what happened at uh, the apartments? You
4: know, it wasn't an apartment, it was a house. And, uh,. Ooh. Just watch the movie. What'd y'all watch, watch? watch? Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murray. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy, whatever. Oh, Eddie Murray, the old Baltimore Oriole
1: player? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Had to or carry the the whole
4: more... time. <laughs> or the wine's kicker. Uh, um, right. <laughs> Alleged kicker. He sucked. Yeah, he
1: did. <clears throat> I used to do a post-game show with him. <laughs> That's was Charles Mann. No, Eddie Murray, too. Oh.
4: Besides my
1: <laughs> And so you guys watch a very romantic movie Haunted Mansion. With yeah. Eddie Murphy. And well, that
2: makes the panties
1: come off right away. And was there cuddling, was there snuggling? What happened? Did you have your arm around her? No. What shocker?
3: It.
4: Was it? Oh, was, were you guys up next to each other? What I'm happened? Not bang a no. porn star. There was a cat between us. Oh! oh.
3: A yeah. oh, manage. Nice.
1: She nice. oh, you massage your legs. Yeah. Was it? Was it a furry cat or was it a? It was a uh, shaved cat. Oh. oh! So um, how did the whole? How did the? How did the night finish off? And um. did, did you?
3: Oh. <laughs> Seemed appropriate. That's okay. Um,
4: well the movie ended and uh, we turned to MTV. And then you finished. And it was uh, my <sighs> sweet sixteen. Uh, uh, uh. And I got tired of watching rich Kid, so I just left. Oh. Oh. The big fat faggot.
3: <laughs> I had
4: to. So let me get this straight. Can't we move on? Napier no, no. sucks. Well, let's talk about him. <laughs> So, you say something, Nate <laughs> Beard?
2: Good, keep your mouth shut. Ugh. So, hold on, let me get this right. Oh, I'm, I'm sure if you're a white, you'd be turning red right now. Um... <laughs> I just wish I could tell. <laughs> you just want me white.
1: Are yes, you blushing? I do. Right.
3: <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be here. So,
1: we need to call it. All right, so let me get this right. A girl likes you enough to invite you back to her place. Because that's a big deal for chicks to invite you back to their place. I mean, they usually like... To, if, if she's going to let you know where they
10: live, where she lives, she's probably pretty comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. Nah, she knew how, how long it took him to find the movie theater from here, <laughs> so she figured it was a safe bet. Yeah. Did, did you attempt a kiss, or did you try anything?
4: No. Why not? I was very gentlemanly. Uh, I don't did know. Did you try this-
1: to hold a hand or put your arm around her or anything?
4: Diddle? I, did you pet the cat? I pet the cat. <laughs> a very soft cat. Oh, soft It's not right.
2: <laughs>
4: I'd rather see the I guy with the cat, who? you know, going at it by himself. Oh.
1: Now, you're not going to tell us who this person is?
4: I'm sure you know the person. Why don't you just go ahead and out it? You're going <laughs> to say it anyway,
3: dick.
1: <laughs> I'd like to give
0: you the opportunity.
1: Now, nah, you get ahead.
4: I'm going to give you the honor.
1: Right, we'll, ass. Give you, we'll
4: give you a little uh,
2: ambiance.
1: Is it um, here in our radio dial? Here in the hideout on Real Radio one hundred four point one?
4: Is it the version? I don't know what it's going to feel like. <laughs> it's Kimmy. <laughs> it's Kimmy. Is it the <laughs> lovely
1: woman sitting, standing to the left on my radio dial? Yes, cat. No, it's
10: not cat. cat. One
1: more uh, are you the lovely lady right there? That's completely like blushing. Yeah, she. Oh.
3: oh.
1: Who's now hiding behind Lester Big Hands?
2: Uh, that's a shadow.
11: Um, oh, come
2: on. <laughs> don't be racist. I, I, hate, can't ra- be, I hate racists. are <laughs> you, Whitey. I don't,
11: I
1: don't know about you. I'd like to come back and talk to the lovely lady uh, and get her side of the story on the
4: day. It's 10.54. we got to go.
1: Oh, we got a good 18 minutes. We'll take a break and come back with that side. It's the Hideout Real Radio Four Point One. And uh, finding love with each other. Mm. No,
6: I was too busy. Okay,
1: fair enough. Ten Um, (laughs) Wade. So let me ask you, you guys, was it, you had originally planned for the movie, but you guys go to Steak and Shake and said, on a a scale of ten being comfortable, one being uncomfortable, where would you rate the, the, the Steak and Shake
3: date?
6: Ten. It was very easy to talk to him really probably because we argued about the same things.
1: Okay. Well, that's actually interesting because we find we get nothing conversationally from Matt. So that's okay. <laughs> Spend all of it there. Now, you invited him back to your place, right? Yes. All right. Um, as you guys sat down to watch a great Eddie Murphy movie. Probably the greatest one of them all, Haunted Mansion. It was pretty good. No, it and, wasn't. Yes, it was. And Pluto Nash 2. Uh, now, when you guys are hanging out together on a scale of... Same scale, 10 being comfortable, 1 being uncomfortable. How awkward was it? You guys sitting there with the cat in between you. (laughs) How uncomfortable was that one?
6: Extremely uncomfortable.
1: It was uncomfortable. All right, now let me tell you it's a good sign. Because if it's the uncomfortable, sexual there's sexual tension in the room. Oh. Yeah.
6: All right, now let me ask From you. one side.
3: Uh,
1: on your side?
6: <laughs> From one side only, I think.
4: All right. Nice. The what bottom side? I was just watching TV. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's my profession. All
6: right, um,
1: TV and the cat. all right. Hold on. I got an idea.
4: Mm, I hate Slow your dance. Ideas. I, I got an idea I hate your ideas
1: <laughs> We can do it We got enough time I need all the hair ticks Except for you two To come with me Into the green room Let's recreate last night oh. Oh, What? No Come on, hurry Let's go it
3: all
2: Shut <laughs> it up No dead air Get off me EJ
4: I'm just waiting for everyone to leave. Make this comfortable. See
6: sweetie.
4: So everyone's gone. So how was your day?
6: <laughs> Up until now, it was really good.
4: You're not having fun with my uh, my little motley crew I call a family, huh?
6: Let's see. I come in here, get highly humiliated on air. Because you know
4: play. me, is that why you humiliated, or is that no? If you would have just
6: said my name to begin with; it would have been fine.
4: Oh well, I didn't want to out you. You I mean you are with a regional celebrity? I want to make you uncomfortable or anything. That was just not Hefe.
6: <laughs> He's I really
4: know. nothing in anybody's eyes.
6: I have a better arm. That's all anybody needs to know.
4: You have a better arm.
6: Yes, I played softball.
4: Hello, I'm over here. I know. (laughs) God, this is uncomfortable. Hey, uh, Napier, how you doing, huh? I hate you, you son of a bitch. You know, hey, uh, didn't Napier try to get his, uh, try to get your number when, after he did the egg ass-cracking thing?
6: Try again, Napier. Yes, you did. I have John there to prove it.
4: What was his approach after was it, it after It wasn't
6: that great. It was just kind of like what's up. Basically how he sounds on air?
4: Did he make eye contact at all? Once. What, what was he doing the rest of the time with his eyes?
6: That's a good question.
4: Was he was he staring down at the at the testicles?
6: Yeah. Probably. Can we please move on anybody? I can't.
4: Cuz I'm alone and this hurts. Anybody, God, please. this is hurt. Oh. oh, Jesus. I have no idea what that... Where are you going, Dubs? <laughs> Chunks! Somebody! Please. Oh, my God. I hate all of you. I'm going to curse. Uh, so I was walking down the stairs today, and uh, yeah. you're a nurse, right? What am I supposed to do for a sprained ankle? Because I really, really... Got it swollen right now. Oh Jesus! I'm talking about my ankle, not any part of my body. Go.
6: Ice for Shoot. 20 minutes. One said, washcloth for 15. I did a little
4: Epsom salt bath. Does that was that supposed to help or?
6: Not until 24 hours afterwards.
4: Oh, well, I kind of screwed myself on that one.
6: <laughs> not really. You just did something pointless.
4: Oh. Well. God, this is awkward. I wish Captain Spaulding would call right now. Right, Tommy? Tommy? Tommy, I can see you laughing. Tommy, oh, please. God, Tommy. So tell me why it was awkward. Did you expect me to do anything? Or did you, were you expecting no. me to leave early? No. I can't make eye contact with you right now. Just so you know, I, I can't do it.
3: I can't believe you told that thing.
4: You can leave if you want. Go ahead.
6: If I thought I could get out the door safely, I would.
4: You know what I don't like? Life. <laughs> uh Sometimes I just wish it would end. I sit in my room and I think, God, I hope I don't get stuck in a studio all alone in a very uncomfortable moment because that, my friend, would be death. And this is what it is. I'm dying literally in front of Central Florida. You are too, but you're not dying as quickly because you're not die because you're not talking as fast as I am.
6: Either that or people don't know who I am.
4: True. Her name's Jenny, by the way, just to get it out there. And uh God damn. Go, it's ten fifty four. Gotta start playing the out music. You have to start playing the out music. Really? ten fifty four. And uh there's a hotline going. I think we're getting a call. Hey, Tommy, you want me to patch it through? You want me to put it up? Oh, I guess not. And uh, I can't wait to go home after this. Dubs, uh, thanks for leaving me. Sitting there silent. And, uh, well, I thought it was a pretty good show. Hour one through three was pretty solid. And, uh, well... We're signing off. We're not signing off. I guess we're not signing off. I've run out of things to say. Help! Oh, geez. Tommy! Oh, God, Tommy! Tommy? Oh, God, Tommy. Tommy? Oh, God, Tommy. What? Where are you going? You have to sign off. You have to say 5,000 or something. You just can't leave me like this. Uh, 5,000. I'm turning my mic off. You better go to commercial or something. So, Jefe, I was looking in your underwear drawer the other day, and, uh, I've seen Les beggin in in a Denny's, and, Jesus Christ, I want to go home, I just want to go home, I got the intern staring at me, I feel like Bill O'Reilly just stumbling, you can leave now, I can carry this ship all on my own, cause it's sinking got the band playing in the background god so you're packing up chunks you know you're doing god's work (laughs) it's the most painful five minutes ever in my life if I was uh, funny or interesting I'd have something to say Tommy, Uh, why start now? God, Tommy. That just sounds gay. And it's time to leave now. Oh, God, it's time to leave. Please let it be time to leave. Hit the goddamn out music! Go! 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 Submerse! Jesus Christ! Well, that didn't work. Um. So let's move on. Why don't you try asking nicely? Just oh, she just said I should ask nicely. Tommy, can we please just go to the little 11 o'clock thing we got going? Hmm? Please? That didn't work, honey. So we're gonna have to move on. Um. You know the race I hate the most? <laughs> that didn't work either. So, I, will I ha- actually have to say a race? <sighs> uh, God, leave! Leave! In my own sorrow. Oh. I have nothing else to say. Finally, 5,000, right, five I'm out.
3: I'll
4: be
13: smacking my hoes,
4: everyone knows it goes. Kick
12: to the floor, step on the hard, step on the hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes, I'll be
3: smacking my hoes, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'm not interested.
12: 5,000.
14: 5,000.